0: How are you feeling living a fully vaccinated life? It's
1: been good. I've been I've been enjoying the fruits of that. Oh yeah? Getting out there been, a little? A little bit. It's been a crazy week for me. Mm-hmm. Oh. Imagine that. Right on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We you? uh we might actually see each other in person tomorrow.
1: Right? Yeah, we'll see. We'll, yeah, see. we'll
2: see. Okay.
0: <laughs> Look, if our other friend doesn't show up, you still have to come. Do I still have to watch that movie? I don't really uh, yeah, want I don't to. Know. <laughs> well, You don't want to watch Mortal
1: Kombat? No, I don't give a shit about Mortal Kombat.
0: I mean, I downloaded it. I watched this fucking stupid ass movie for four hours. I can watch Mortal Kombat. I don't know. Let me, let me I, check the runtime of Mortal Kombat. I just want to also me. stress that I blame this movie on you. On me personally? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know why. What did I do? <laughs> I mean, you keep saying, let's pull this trigger. Oh, it's the Snyder cut. Okay. Yeah. Mortal Kombat's an hour and fifty fifty five zero minutes. That feels doable. It's under two hours. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Maybe that'll be the next hit. Can.
1: <sighs> Gee, can't we do worse? Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, let's just start this fucking podcast. headcanon i'm james
1: and i'm marcus sparks
0: and we are here today to talk about the four hour opus Zack snyder's justice league mm-hmm. before we uh get the plungers out let's uh, talk about some happier stuff what are you watching these days
1: uh the same things you are probably but also continuing my my parks and rec journey mm-hmm. okay uh that show on. was very interesting in the last season it's like set a few years in the future of wherever it was mm-hmm. airing, and so there's like this, like not sci-fi, but like this kind of they they are enjoying the fruits of imagining, like what five minutes into the future looks like, mm-hmm. which looks not dissimilar from stuff now. It's sure, just, I'm very That's curious. Very
0: slightly sci-fi.
1: Yeah, like but like a lot more of just like like tech companies delivering things by drones, mm-hmm. which they weren't as doing as much That's definitely back happening then. Now, yeah. But I mean it's it's more of a thing. Like it's a more recognizable thing now than I guess so. Yeah. You
0: know. Um I don't know. Do we want to talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier? I just yeah. watched the finale last night.
1: Yeah. I I watched it with somebody last night who did not has not seen any of these like it was watching but like doesn't know anything about the comics. So it was mm-hmm. it was interesting for me to like take it in and also try to contextualize it for someone else. Mm-hmm. Did you tell this
0: person about the uh, possibility that there was a whole virus subplot they had to cut out and cobble together a different storyline?
1: I did because it was in my head. I had to share it. Good. (laughs) I mean, what'd you think?
0: Uh, It was fine. I mean, not the best episode of the season. It everything to do with the flag smashers just feels like real hand wavy. We had to cobble shit together at the last minute. You know, like it doesn't totally add up. Um, And but like I feel like the show really is like. It's like they've got this backbone of Bucky and, and Sam Wilson, and you know, like the, the kind of drama of Isaiah Bradley and the Black Captain America. Like that's where it's good. And but like this episode was a lot of flag smasher stuff, and so it's like it's cool to see the new suit. It's cool to see him fight in like interesting ways with the shield. That like you know you didn't really see Steve Rogers fight, so that was all fun. Um, the uh, the the resolution of John Walker is a bit puzzling to me.
1: What a dork he is too.
0: He's a, a serious dork, but I guess it was just like, was he redeemed?
1: No. I mean, I, I mean, it's like, he, the thing he, is like he, they, they didn't have room for him really. It's like he just shows up and just goes with the flow at, more than I would have ever thought. At one point he,
0: he decides I'm going to
1: not go after Carly
0: and I'm going to try to like, you know, save these hostages. And so it's like, I guess everything's fine now. I don't know. It seems, it seems like too happy of an ending for him. Like yeah. it's just like fuck yeah I'm U.S. agent and it's like is this good should should we the audience feel good about this because it kind of feels like this guy still sucks.
1: I I like seeing almost exactly from the comics like Sam's the U.S. New agent suit, or oh or yeah the, the Sam's new suit. Mm-hmm. But like I would like to see it a little more streamlined. It felt a little clunky in places. I thought I think they can make that look a little. I guess I guess the guy who wrote this is is. Right now, working on Captain America 4 of Sam, which is cool. Which they
0: just announced. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah.
1: Which is different from whatever the Chris Evans return will be. Although, also, I don't think that's actually happening
0: other than like as a dream sequence or something.
1: I mean, they, they, I feel like they've never specifically said it. They just strongly imply that old Cap has died. Yeah. Well, they,
0: they never, they're like these jokes about like Cap being on the moon or something. But yeah, it's like, did, did, is he dead? Did he somehow like go back well, it's to his like, own timeline like, or something? we're,
1: we're two guys, well, this is his timeline. So he had to come from the Peggy timeline to this well, timeline. Well, there, there's some fact.
0: disagreement between the writers and directors of Endgame as to whether or not this is his timeline.
1: This should be his original timeline. And mm. where he was dancing with Peggy in the 40s should have been an alternate timeline that he would have then had to return to this one from. Anyway, but it's like this is just mere months after the resolution to the blip. And it's like they're at one point they're like we're just two guys with a friend and that friend is gone now and it's like okay so he's dead I mean I feel like you're 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 like saying the loud part very
0: quietly I, I think what makes the most sense in terms of the convoluted time travel mechanics is that old Cap is from a different timeline he was from our timeline he went back started a different timeline and then just like hopped over to give the shield away and then hopped back that to me mm-hmm. makes the most sense. Because otherwise, okay. it's like with well, Captain America, he just knows about Hydra for years and years, and it's like, nope, can't say anything
1: about it. Like that doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean, whatever timelines preserving, blah yeah. blah, blah. But like, I I I just want them to, to to pull back. The hey, old Cap, can you explain all these time travel shenanigans? And he's mm-hmm. just like, no, I don't think I will. I don't think I will. Um, yeah, not not a great show because, like, again, the stuff of like Sam's financial situation has never made sense on the show it a lot uh,
0: of a lot of this show felt very hand wavy but like it's like we well, got two you know charismatic actors plus like a pretty good performance from Wyatt russell as like the hateable new captain america plus baron KLD. zemo just doing his thing you know it's like there's lots of good stuff that you can enjoy in moments like you know sam's uh speech in this a little long maybe but you know maybe a little on the nose but a good speech nonetheless Uh, kind of established him as like a new Captain America with his own set of morals. Um, You know, I liked all that. So it's like, there's, there's lots of good stuff here. You can enjoy. Wow. But like, it's like, just kind of look at it from far away. Don't look too closely. (laughs) Or else it just makes no sense.
1: Well, I mean, and, and JLD, like basically showing up. And I think maybe for the first time in the Marvel cinematic universe, displaying as the same energy that RDJ, yeah could, i think i could, see could, that could like just casually like waft off um i gotta say yeah, the, I, the weirdest thing about be, watching this
0: was this i watched eight it, episodes
1: long i think
0: well it needed to be like have time to like actually write a proper story and not have to like redo everything at the last minute uh, and deal with covid yeah but like i watched this right after i finished justice league and so that was like just real it was like almost like a shock to the system to like be Like oh, what's this? There's some humanity in this movie this is or this yeah. t v show this is this is so odd after that just relentless dredge,
1: well, and just I don't know, some moments were clunky, like I don't necessarily disagree with Sam's speech, but I'm like, this doesn't like like you're not just. Like what do you mean would, like it, a, would it
0: move the needle? Is that what you are saying?
1: But that and just like you are not, they're not letting you give a five minute speech with no rebuttal on the side of the road here that all the news networks are covering. Like, uh, I don't know, I mean senators pat. are a little, cowards,
0: so I, it doesn't totally surprise me. Also, that guy's like a senator, but he's also like stripping he's Captain America of his all over the, you know, the
1: discharging him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's giving I mean, pardons out. What they needed though is they needed like like a, a Gary Shanling guy. For that you know what i mean like they need to bring back well, it's, it's like they just Gary wanted Shandling, senator Gary but it's
0: like they just wanted nature. one cast member and so they're like all right you're going to be the guy who dishonorably discharges this dude you're also going to be like the senator on this grc global committee which i don't know why this the senator would be there and then he, he's also giving out pardons it's like what who are you you're like the king of america now or something
1: well the grc thing it's it's a classic case of like this is the thing we're we're not designing this for you to ask a lot of questions for it to mm-hmm. make a lot of sense. We just need you to accept that this is the thing.
0: Um. Yeah. No, nothing to do with the flag smashers made sense at all. We really, I guess, the resolution to Sam's s- storyline with his sister is that like, I don't know, the community came together and they like fixed the boat up. Like,
1: yeah, it wasn't like,
0: like there was no like we got the loan at the end of the show or anything.
1: The thing about that is, if that worked so easily. The fuck did you not make that call six months ago? I only had to be inspired, you know? And I will say that like four days ago, I casually thought, spoiler, like I was like, oh, is Sharon the power broker?
0: Probably. You only thought that then? That was like everyone's immediate theory.
1: That's like how little I've really like, I don't know, let the show linger with me
0: i would be impressed that they're going to go fully evil with her. If she's just like a villain in like Captain America 4 now. Well,
1: it's a, it's a new wrinkle to the conversation that Steve must have had with Peggy back in the day mm-hmm. about making out with her niece or grandniece or whatever. Sure. <laughs> I made out of her, but don't worry. She's evil.
0: I mean, she maybe just because kind of, of me. She does kind of feel like a different character, but mm-hmm. that's fine. Well, like, it I, I just want, want more magic.
1: Is this a, a secret invasion thing?
0: Who knows? Yeah.
1: Well, okay, so going like apparently
0: the, the, another thing with like the weird timelines and, and kind of possible rewrites of the show is that like she was confirmed in endgame to have blipped, So like she got snapped. She wasn't there for five years. So somehow she came back and like, I don't know, eight months or something became like a crime lord in Madripoor. Yeah. Well, or maybe she already was, but then like came back and reestablished herself five years I later as a crime like lord. I feel like
1: there's only six possible occupations in Madripoor and one of them is crime, crime lord. lord. Yeah uh i mean it was fine if i do not think the show is better than scarlet vision or uh, wonder vision um yeah i mean they're so
0: different ones. that it's hard to judge but um i don't know what it
1: was, was complex and interesting and adventurous and i think what i thought this show was going into it is what the show was and that
0: mm-hmm. was fine yeah it was enjoyable i would be in much more interested in a Captain America movie with Sam Wilson as cap, where even though the show clearly had a big budget, it didn't, it wasn't a movie budget type situation, you know, like mm-hmm. there's some dodgy stuff here and there and, you know, like a, a real tight script where they don't have to rewrite everything like it. I think that'd be fun. And presumably they can bring back uh, John Walker and Bucky and, you know, all their favorites.
1: I just want there to be a, a solid director. I don't necessarily dislike Malcolm Spellman, but I just want... Well, oh, he was a uh,
0: showrunner. I think it was uh, Carrie something as a director.
1: Right, right. I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. I, I for a movie, I just want like a, I don't know, a more assertive captain of
0: the show. I, I have been noticing more lately because I've actually watched more than one TV show recently that like a lot of the, the filmmaking in these TV shows, it's fine, but it's just... It's just not inspired at all. Like... It's like you watch a good movie and you're like, man, you can tell the director like really has a vision here or like, you know, like it's very considered and they storyboarded every shot. And then you watch these TV shows and it's like, there's just like this kind of like casual handheld style that kind of covers up like the sloppiness of it.
1: Well, it's, it's, I think it's twofold though. It's, it's the director has a vision of what the fuck they're doing. And that lasts all the way through the editing room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then there's the, the vision and or the lack of vision that somehow has to get patched in the editing room.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And I, I feel like this show is probably a, the second one because of the whole uh, pandemic storyline.
0: It's not to say that Marvel movies in general have amazing filmmaking. Oh, like I, I enjoy the end game and uh, infinity war, but those directors, I feel like vi- like visual storytelling is not necessarily their strong point, you know? I mean, they're they're fine. They're workmanlike, but there's definitely you know better visual choices by like some of the other directors in Marvel. I
1: feel like like their their best directed movie is probably still Winter Soldier.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: There's a, there's a there's a serious style there. Like, I mean, flows. I feel
0: like Infinity War and Endgame are like triumphs of um, narrative coherence just through the fact that they have like 20 characters. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you managed to like somehow like make this workable. Not bad, but it's not like there's like amazing filmmaking anywhere in there. Yeah, like the the final charge of the Avengers and Endgame after assemble, it just looks like mud. Like it's just like this massive wall and everything's brown, and you can kind of make out the characters, and it's like, okay,
1: this is cool, I guess. Remember, you said that as we start talking about uh, monochromatic. Speaking of fucking mud, yeah, action sequences. But uh, I mean, I think the problem with the the last forty five minutes of of Endgame, if there is one, is that it's a lot of moments mm-hmm. that have to be cobbled together, as opposed to like a a larger cohesive. Well, it's, sequence it's just kind
0: of serving every character, you know. All right, well, got like, to give Peter Parker a little thing here. Okay, now it's time for Doctor Strange. Now it's time for Captain Marvel. Yeah,
1: and there's no time to think about where the rest of your action figures are mm-hmm. on your living room floor during the rest of that. Yeah. Uh,
0: <sighs> well, moving on from that, I assume we've both watched this show, "Cruel Summer."
1: Uh, I am going to just, uh, put on my sunglasses and just casually move all of my chips into the middle of the table on this show. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: On a, on a certain theory or you're just saying you're, you're all in on this show. I'm all in on the show. Yeah. I, I I'm all in the well.
1: show from the moment of like Jeanette, whatever you go to hell.
0: <laughs> that and, uh, her scream, Olivia Holt at the end yes, of episode yes, yes. two fucking yes. ruled as a Olivia zombies playing
1: Oh, and just how much how much I have had the, the cranberry song stuck in my head. because mm-hmm. um, there's a different cranberry song in the first episode, right? But I, I, love I Yeah, cranberry. I
0: believe so. Yeah.
1: But uh, Olivia Holt was the best thing in the um Speaking of Marvel Cloak shows. And Cloak and Dagger I mean the show. other
0: guy the other guy was good too. I like that show. I, I need it's, to finish that.
1: I don't know if I watched season two, but um mm-hmm. the other actress, Jeanette, mm-hmm. is great too she the does way, a
0: really good, just kind of like irritating nerd, just like uncomfortably nerdy.
1: But I didn't think this would work so well with the three timelines. But her look and her acting mm. through the three timelines is fucking amazing.
0: Yeah. Um, in case people don't know what we're talking about, it's a show is called Cruel Summer. It is a freeform show. Um, I assume this is only going to be one season. I don't know. Maybe they'll shake ah. something up. Um, but uh, it is, I don't know. Do we want to give a plot synopsis? It's. Uh, A girl goes missing. Uh, It takes place over like three different timelines, like, you know, summer of each year, this girl goes missing. uh, And then she's found and she accuses the other girl of uh, having known that she was kidnapped and being held and not telling anyone about it because she was stealing her life.
1: Yeah. The other other girl has been adopting her life. She has her Mm -hmm. boyfriend, everything. The boyfriend, the Jamie character.
0: He kind of sucks.
1: What a perfect clone of both Jason Priestley and Scott Wolf into one human <laughs> being. Like for a 90s amalgamation. He's got a little like, bit of the oh, uh this guy's great what was, for that. What was the guy
0: who was on Ravenswood who just cried a lot, like the brother. He's got a oh, little uh, bit of that guy. Like Keegan's uh, friend.
1: Keegan's Keegan's bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah G- guy yeah. from
0: uh uh what was that Brett show there? Yeah. Jane the Virgin. Jane the Virgin, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um who they killed him and then they brought him back to Life of Amnesia or something. Mm-hmm. Um the his brother on this show. What's your What's your feelings on this guy? His brother. What do you mean? The, I think it's his brother. I don't. know who I think his, it's his like, friend.
0: You are talking about the other guy who the guy who's like put like, the shaving blame, cream. Is, it, is yeah. that the guy who's like? Do you blame uh, Jeanette? Jeanette. Uh, yeah. I, he's
1: also the guy who doesn't put the shaving cream in the balloons.
0: I think that's just a friend. I'm Not okay. 100%. But what's
1: your feeling on this guy?
0: I don't know. Um, if I had one criticism of the show, it's that. Uh, there's like four or five different white dudes on the show who kind of look exactly the same, so it's a little hard to keep track of them sometimes. Hmm. I think uh, these two guys guy, are the worst defenders. Yeah, those Just two guys are the worst. Brothers. But I, I feel like the uh, the dad almost starts to look like the boyfriend at times. The,
1: the original Jimmy Olsen from Lois and Clark. Oh,
0: is that who that is? Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, and the 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 actress who plays the mom, who I'm guessing dies between maybe two maybe and not. Three. Yeah, I mean, there's certain but, characters
0: because uh, you see different storylines, and it's like for a while it seemed like one of the characters was like divorced but then no they're still there you know so
1: but she she was on Grey's Anatomy for like a thousand years but Mm -hmm. she's from uh Everwood who and she had quite a quite a glow up since Everwood but like uh I don't know man I I kind of fucking love this yeah I I don't want to I don't want to say this on air but like the show's almost a pod
2: it it
0: almost is I mean I, I feel like you and I have been uh we just been sniffing around, looking for that good shit since PLL yeah. ended. Like, where's yeah. the new one? Riverdale. This might be the good Riverdale shit. was not it. Uh, oh. We've probably sampled a few other shows and just been like, eh, not really feeling it. But, like, you getting that vibe here. Like, not only is it a good show, but, like, I really like that it. it's, like, it's a network show, so, like, or, you know, cable network. So, like, it just feels a little more cohesive and, and like, tight than, like, a lot of, like, shows on streaming services. Yeah. Like, I know it's also on Hulu, but, like, it just feels a little tighter and, like, I don't know, smarter and more considerate. Like, I don't know. I'm definitely digging the show. Like, I like well, you, I would push all in on this show. I'm like, I think this is it. I think this is the one we've been looking for.
1: And I, and I, I wouldn't think that... I've never seen a show that I think so quickly, because it's baked into the premise, visually, I know exactly what time period we're in immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, Lost was, like, maybe one of the other shows that did that so effectively. But, like, I thought that was so interesting. But like I I love the way they released it because it's essentially two different pilots because of the two girls. Because of
0: the two girls. And and you really don't know who is telling the truth. You know? Like it's it's you could get into fun debates about like, is this person lying or is this person lying?
1: So so I think I saw one of your tweets. There's something about the discourse. What's the discourse?
0: Uh just people getting very angry with each other about, you know it's obviously this girl's telling the truth and this girl's a lying hoe or it's the other way around you know
1: and the the assistant principal could the actor be more perfectly cast
0: you mean uh, uh martin harris is that
1: his name yeah ezra yeah. Fitz 2.0 yeah i mean like that guy like he just he's he's two white bread aw shucks good to be true in a way that's fucking creepy so it's like and he's like yeah. i don't know even like his his
0: physical dimensions he's like a little thinner than the other dudes who seem more athletic you know the other mm-hmm. older men and so like mm-hmm. he, he seems like just slightly waifish um yeah everything is like perfectly cast is and I, I feel like you were probably eventually gonna find out that um maybe instead of him just like full-on kidnapping kate that like there was more of like a grooming situation or something first like i feel like that's she's, her secret she's, that she's not telling
1: trapped somewhere. In some fashion but yeah like but like if you like pll or if you're the kind of person that you're all in on uh whatever the netflix crime documentary du jour is i think you could get real horny for the show mm-hmm. especially if you like a little bit of that 90s nonsense yeah
0: i mean the 90s definitely like that's just icing on the cake
1: uh kevin smith's daughter is the friend right mallory
0: her, yeah mallory her okay. like her nerdy friend from like before she had cool friends that she stole yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. tolerate it. Nepotism. I'll tolerate it. Yeah. Good show. Um, I think it's like 10 episodes. Amazing. Yeah. In and out.
1: I mean, there's there's probably a way you could do more of this. But I'd be fine.
0: That, I'd be fine if, if it's like, you know, the same writing career. I don't think this is based on a book as far as I know. Uh, but I it
1: feels so. like a good YA book.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It just, it, it has what we're looking for, for mm-hmm. sure. All right. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, another show. I don't know if you've watched any of this. Have you watched any of Shadow and Bone?
1: No, is that out yet? You know?
0: It is out. Yeah. It just came out is, like
1: Friday. Is it as Raylo as it appears?
0: Um, well, as I understand, I've only read the first book, but I, it, the the book has like a very Rayloy dynamic, you know, between two characters, but I'm not sure if that's how it ends or not. Like, I think she might end up with the other dude. No. So, and and, and I think the author is very anti Raylo. So, But yeah, I read the first book. It was fine. It's very YA. it just, I don't know. The show, it has that Netflix sheen where, you know, how all Netflix shows kind of look the same. It has that. The CGI is okay. There's definitely a lot of like obvious green screen in places. They also like, there's like cutting between this whole other story that wasn't in the books that I think might have been from like a separate series the author wrote Mm. where it's that takes place in like the same, you know, setting. And so it's like, there's the main storyline about the girl who realizes she's like a sun summoner and, you know, all their shit with the Darkling. Um, those words make sense, I promise. Uh, but then there's like this whole other plot line, like on the other side of the ocean with this like kind of petty crime boss and like his, his gang and like him trying to like get get this new job that's going to pay him a lot of money. And I don't know. It's just it's kind of weird that we keep cutting to him.
1: I'm a petty crime boss. I am. I am. Yeah. Okay. Uh the guy I don't really care about the guy. I mean I'll be ben Barnes. Like to be wild over. Yeah, but like he was perfectly cast in Westworld. Is he just turning completely into West Bentley?
0: Uh or are they morphing like into each other?
1: I feel like he's the West Bentley that doesn't creep everyone the fuck out. <laughs>
0: Non-creepy West Bentley.
1: Cuz West Bentley creeps people out. He's that's pretty creepy,
0: yeah. Ricky that Fitz. is American
1: beauty. Like that's is, that is why West Bentley works in that movie cuz he's fucking creepy. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I like what's his name, and just the, I'm all the way down now, Dad. Yeah, huh. yeah. I don't. Know. I guess Marie I'll watch Lu, more right? of it. That's the that's the author, Marie Lou? Uh,
0: Leigh Bardugo is uh, the author of the book.
1: Oh, Leigh Bardugo. Okay, who yeah. did uh, Ninth House? Okay, cool.
0: Um, Ninth House is great. By I, the way, I think it's board. eight episodes, so I'll, I'll watch it. I I assume there's more because I know there's three books, so I I assume their Netflix will be making more. Even though apparently they uh, they didn't hit their subscriber targets this last quarter. Oh, no.
1: Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Poor Netflix.
0: What will they do? But yeah, I'll probably be done with that series by the next time we record. So perhaps Mm. we can follow up on it. Um, All right. I think that covers all the TV. What are you listening to?
1: You're not going to talk about Mr. Buffy's show?
0: oh shit i didn't even have it on here the nevers yeah god i just i just any opportunity to not talk about justice league i'll take it yeah
1: (laughs) you know that this is still going to be a long podcast so Mm -hmm. i don't know why you're you're holding off (laughs) yeah
0: um it's interesting i mean i don't know i i found a lot of the reviews of it kind of i don't know just like poorly like they're just kind of like everything good about the show isn't Joss Whedon, Joss Whedon bad. It's just like, that's just kind of like a trite and like pandering, like critical statement. I feel like this show doesn't feel whedon in a lot of ways. It definitely just does have some whedon things like the, uh, like the Lord Sex God or whatever. That's a is, sex club. That just feels like that, pure, like Joss has to get it out somewhere, you know?
1: That to me feels like that's an HBO note. That's like that's like classic HBO. Sex but position. but it also has that like Joss Whedon
0: has to have that one character who's like says terrible things so he can get his jokes in there. You know.
1: I would I would argue that take if you take out all the pop culture references, it's so Whedon-y. It's so fucking it? like it's it's his it's his turn. To me, of it plot. just it just feels like the X Men. It's like he wanted to make an X Men show, but he couldn't it's, make it's, the X. It's Joss Whedon's X Men. It's like he <laughs> yeah. did a. He did a Runaways comic where they had to go back in time to like mm-hmm. Victorian England of steampunk shit. And I just feel like this is like storylines that he couldn't use for that.
0: Yeah, I can see that. Um,
1: I, I've i really enjoyed it. And I feel weird saying that because I know that Mr. Buffy is not cool right now. Um, you and I were talking after the last PLO. It's funny to watch the behind-the-scenes HBO specials where they completely <laughs> excise You would him. you would have
0: no idea that he was the creator and like you know director. I think he's directed at least the first two episodes so far. Yeah. But the behind-the-scenes is all like let's get like Bernadette Caulfield on camera, you know, to like talk about the show. Um,
1: and and uh, thank God, I mean Jane Espenson. Like I'm glad I, she's not the showrunner of the show, but she's wonderful. So I'm glad oh, she's yeah. gone. I like Jane time. Espenson. Talking about the show, and I'm,
0: um, I'm sure we'll be mentioning Whedon later, obviously, because we're talking yeah, about yeah. Justice League. But like, but I, I know, just feel like a show. lot of the reviews of the show are like very reductive, and it's just like we have to let everyone know we don't like Joss Whedon. And it's like, yeah, the dude sucks as a person, but like, there are things that he's good at writing wise, and things that he's bad at, and like, we don't just have to pretend that like anything good in the show is not him, and anything bad in the show is him. Like, it's a little more yeah. nuanced, you know?
1: That could be the thing that is frustrating about him you mm-hmm. know is that, that he yeah might exactly. be a horrible person maybe and, and whatever allegations well, but it might be a horrible person but like w- this is where he's good
0: well to me every every time like the like sex club you know lord shows up on screen i can't help but think ah, this feels like joss is just getting it out you know like it, it's it's hard not to think that every time that guy speaks hmm. it's just like his like hornier spike basically
1: but i mean he doesn't own Female friendship, but the way the two main women have a female friendship feels very Joss Whedon. Yeah. The attitude of the cop feels very Joss Whedon. You know what? The, it, what's her name's brother and his whole kind of like twee faith, thing yeah, yeah. feels very Joss Whedon. The way that, um, um, what's her name from Dollhouse is like Lady Professor X, the way mm-hmm. she is both literally in a wheelchair, like, yeah. But, like, the way she's like the hero, but also the secret villain, like, that's very Joss. I think mean, the whole yeah. thing is so fucking Joss Whedon.
0: It is and it isn't. You know what it actually reminded me of? Just because it is kind of overstuffed with lots of plot lines in the first two episodes. It reminded me, not um, kind of content wise, but it made me think of the Fantastic Beast movies and how, like, Oof. it was like JK had like free reign. And so she could, like, add all these characters, like this one fucking senator. And like his family and like there's all this shit like it's stuffed in those first two movies that is just like maybe the, because you have free reign and you know you're getting five movies, this is all going to come together. But like you're not being constrained anymore by starting small and working your way up to things, you know, in the same way like Dross has never had a series order before and he got it for this straight to series. And so it feels like he's not working up to his plot lines anymore. He's just throwing everything in immediately. And and maybe it all makes sense to him. It'll eventually come together, but it feels overstuffed in these first two episodes.
1: I would argue that the, the pilot to me, I don't. I feel. I know. I feel like people are going to attack me because of Mr. Buffy's not cool right now. But I feel like it was a very like well constructed pilot. Like like at least from the writing session. I, I thought it wise. was
0: a little too too full. I thought it was tight.
1: Like things things like legend. But I mean, I I, I kind of want that from a pilot. I want to. I want the atmosphere. I want the characters, and I want to feel the potential and the possibilities of the storyline. Like I want to look at this and think, oh shit, I see three seasons here of where this could go. The parts that I thought were big. the opening and the ending and i thought that they were beautifully done with the great score and i don't know the weird alien ship thing i found to be oddly effectively moving to
0: me i would have just been like what if we just did that stuff and maybe the malady stuff in episode one but like he left out like
1: so joss whedon too
0: yeah that's it's Rusilla. yeah but like if he had just left out like mr sex club and and all his shit and you know like it just felt like a little too much you know like can't we can't we work up to it a little bit rather than throwing it all in immediately
1: Hmm. i just i i was like wow like i don't really care about the victorian setting but i was like this is shockingly good and i feel weird feeling that way well to me it's it's
0: just because it's x-men it's it's the x-men basically and it's like well Hmm. i like the x-men so yeah sure i like a show about super powered people who are being persecuted and there's some some mystery and Uh, some cool powers you know
1: the element that could go for me would be nick frost
0: yeah yeah see that's another thing it just like that dude's in the pilot and you're like okay i guess that's another wrinkle
1: yeah i don't, I don't know if i need like i mean unless the beggar king is gonna be a big deal like uh, you could definitely cut him i don't even know if he's in the second one at all he uh, is
0: not no he's not in the second episode
1: yeah so i'm i don't know i just I, it's very strange because of how i mean i i'll, I'll go on a record and say like this guy was one of my heroes you know like uh if, as much as i could say anyone was and and it hurts that, that he's apparently so terrible and has been for a while. It sucks, but it feels weird liking something he did in 2021.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's... I I don't want to excuse him in any way, but I feel like no. if we knew the truth about a lot of showrunners from 20 years ago, like I don't think he's necessarily an outlier. I think no. he, it's his turn in the barrel right now, and he doesn't have any right to complain about it. But I I kind of suspect that most of Hollywood is pretty horrible, and so well, and, it's hard to get too high on my horse about that.
1: And let me say this too: if he's a bad guy, I don't care; that he's my hero. Drag him. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm, I'm fascinated, like, my fascinated pedestal, to see
0: what the uh, what the second half of the season's like when the new showrunner takes over.
1: Yeah, my pedestal is not so precious mm-hmm. that like you can be shitty and like you're excused to be on it. Like by all means, drag him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. What are you listening to? Oh, oh real quick. What do you What do
0: you think's going on with uh, Amalia True and like her whole "This isn't my real face" thing? That's the
1: but see, but see, that's the most interesting detail about her to me. And and like whatever the backstory between her and Malady is, okay, that that kind of felt out of nowhere. But like just the way she sells in that line, I don't know. I'm I'm very intrigued.
0: Are you uh, as into the uh, steampunk inventor lady as I am?
1: Oh hell yeah! Okay like she's she's adorable she's irish mm-hmm. her like her earnestness is beautiful in a way that like we don't see in the age of and like utter cynicism um she's like i don't know like the sweeter less quirky willow
0: yeah i think kind of see it and i i don't know i like the the idea that she's she has all these cool inventions but she's also just kind of clever like she thinks you know it's like oh i'll just use this clothespin to, to fix this thing type of stuff you know it's not it's not like magic, you know, like you can see like the the gears turning there and like how she uh, comes up the, with clever solutions.
1: Her, her turn, her twist, or whatever the mm-hmm. hell they call it. Like the way they describe it though, I, I find just so interesting and unpretentious. She just follows where the, where the energy wants to go. Like mm-hmm. that to me seems like the most beautiful pure expression of just like, like creativity. I just, I see the energy and I just follow it where I think it wants to go. I don't know, so... I'm all in on this show too, but like in a weirder, much weirder way. It's less trashy than Cruel Summer, but they both, I don't know. They both serve the, the, the two fucked up wolves inside of me.
0: Yeah. I mean, there is just definitely that HBO thing where it's like, we got to have some tits in every episode, which yeah, like, yeah. it feels a little weird for a, a Whedon-y show like this, you know, like I, I feel like it's nice to see the good budget, like the, the big HBO budget on the show. It definitely looks like it costs a fucking fortune I mean, to make, but like, we don't really need, you know, to get your standard like TNA HBO shit. Like, I feel like it doesn't totally fit the tone of the show.
1: There's a. It reminds me a lot of an of a an Alan Moore comic called Top Ten, um, which is about like this weird sci-fi police mm. precinct that was all everyone was like a superhero or whatever. The whole city was superheroes, but like the way he set up characters and paid off everything, it felt like very similar plotting where where everything had a reason for its existence but like i know certain things of joss whedon in this show big girl is so touching and heartwarming and interesting that a way that it almost feels cliche like when she's doing the photos of tall people or the people mm. on the stairs um i'm all in on on like the girl who can speak all the different languages i mean that's you know that there's gonna be that's somewhere a, that's like so
0: joss whedon yeah but like
1: in episode six or seven mm. she'll finally say something that just like sinks in you'll yeah. be like shit, that's why that character's always been here. And, I, I, and I'm, in my mind, I'm touching on this because there's one element that was clearly in the Joss Whedon Justice League cut mm. that to me felt like it worked, even though it was though it was stupid. It was like, it worked so well that it seemed cliche mm-hmm. that I desperately missed watching this four-hour turd.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, my, I guess my last comment on the nevers would be, um, there's certain Whedonisms that over the years really started to grate. And it's just mm-hmm. like Joss, you got to like evolve. Um, one of them is he. He got into this very jocular writing style where it's a lot of like the noun, you know, the noun, this the proper noun, that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it just it got really annoying after a while. But and has I feel to like kind
1: of get away with Victorian England. Yeah,
0: it's a thing. He's everyone's British, and they're like tossing out all this like you know crazy slang, and so I feel like it's forced him to at least like find a different crutch. You know, like mm-hmm. lean lean on your. Your Anglophileness, rather than your typical, everyone talks like an LA Valley girl. So, and he clearly
1: is an Anglophile, so mm -hmm. you would think that this would find like a different, comfortable set of muscles for him to exercise. Yeah,
0: but I mean, and you know, the rest of the writing crew they have is like those are some big time heavy hitters from Buffy. So, I'm sure the phone, the show will be fine once he's gone. Mm. I just, I don't know. I'm curious to see what HBO does with it. It is funny that they're just like, we're just going to make the X-Men, but we don't have the rights to the X-Men. So we'll just set it in the old uh, Victorian England and there'll be steampunk X-Men instead.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's fascinating because it's like they are promoting it, I guess, but not in a way that they, makes you yeah. think it's the slam dunk for season two.
0: Well, like I listen to a few podcasts where they talk about TV, you know, I just kind of like uh-huh. TV, like what's the hot new show? Just fucking crickets on the nevers. It, it seems clear that like nobody wants to touch it. But apparently, it does get good ratings. So we'll see.
1: Oh, good. Mm
0: -hmm. All right. What do you listen to?
1: Uh, I've been kind of all over the place. I've been doing a lot more driving. So I've just been listening to whatever my generic like driving playlist is. Driving. Okay. Yeah. Uh, What's in a good driving playlist for you? For me, it's, it tends to be older songs, you know, like 5% newer songs, mostly upbeats, but something that I can occasionally sing along to just to keep me, I don't know. Present in the moment. I—that's uh, my always been my problem with driving. My mm. mind tends to wander. Mm. I, I can't usually keep it on the road. Yeah, I like getting
0: that, like I don't know, like alpha state or whatever your brain gets into when you drive.
1: Do you ever? Well, you don't have a commute, but do you ever? Have you ever had that thing where it's like you leave point A and then you get? Oh home yeah, well, I, I used like, to have. Like I like a, don't
0: remember driving home. I used to have a forty-mile commute each way, and it was yeah, yeah. Couldn't tell you what happened on the to drive. So there I back. think
1: I think if I have something where I can occasionally like, oh, here comes the chorus. I didn't realize the song was playing and I'm singing along. It's like I'm forcing myself to be a little more in the here and in the now. And I just got my car back, so it's helped to to mm-hmm. join my driving playlist.
0: Right on. Um I don't know what events to do a little death death cab recently. Ooh, some sure. uh some narrow stairs, some uh what was I their EP, the open door EP. Just kinda
1: Groove into some of that. Of the open door. Mm-hmm. Indeed, I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you reading? I've been reading a book called Maxwell's Demon by Stephen Hall. How's that? Uh, it's it's been good. It's uh, it's, it's like the second book by an author whose book I I loved. The last book came out 13 years ago. It's um, roughly about a guy whose famous novelist's father never approved of him and died mysteriously. And now mm. his, mm. his meanwhile, his, um his well-respected protege who only wrote one novel and then disappeared, like is suddenly reappeared to reach out to him. And I don't know, it's an interesting treatise on philosophy and science. And there's like, it's like clearly like the author is building a trap of words around the reader as the book progresses. And I, I'm waiting for like the point where I turn a page and I realize Oh shit, the door just closed on me. So. All right. Uh,
0: I am still making my way through Master of the Rebels. The uh, sister who may not exist just had sex with Shakespeare's brother who may not exist. So it's
1: moving oh, along. Oh, Bucky Shakespeare? Yeah. Cool. Uh,
0: all right. I guess uh, we've stalled long enough. It's mm. time to talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League.
1: We're only 45 minutes into this episode.
0: <laughs> well, we only have a four hour movie to discuss.
1: So what could go wrong? Do you have an opening statement? Yeah, I, I'm gonna go for it. it. Won't be long, but it won't be short. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be an opening statement in five parts of an epilogue. Mm. Um, you know, this this movie came out, and a lot of people talked shit about it, and now people had to eat crow and they had to swallow it down and admit that Zack Snyder is actually a, a great filmmaker who made a, a beautiful piece of art. And guess what? This is not going to be that. This isn't a movie I watched. This is something that happened to me. I'm a lesser person because I've seen this. It's the cinematic equivalent of the stretcher that Christopher Guest puts Carrie Elwes in and the Princess Bride. Uh, Watching this was like having radioactive horse shit injected into my brain through my eyeballs while getting root canals and a colonoscopy at the same time. I don't want to take this movie apart surgically with a scalpel. That's not fair to the spirit of it. I want to tear it apart with my hands and my fists and my teeth. So buckle in. I am thirsty and I intend to drink blood tonight. Uh, The fact that this idiot wanted to call the previous movie Son of Sons and Night of Nights Give me a fucking break. This movie is four hours. It could have easily been an hour and 45 minutes if you took out all the goddamn slow motion. Seriously, there is a test for how big of a hack a director is and how they use slow motion. Zack Snyder's failed this test a long time ago, and he's teabagging you with that failure. I kept thinking a lot about Peter Jackson, who also fails that test repeatedly in his his big budget offerings. Uh, this quote-unquote movie has a lot of failings, a lot. We could do a podcast as long as the movie itself. I'm not entirely sure we'd cover them all, and we probably will be talking as long as the movie itself. Um, the first thing that comes to my mind, though, is that the tone is all over the place. It's so cheesy. It's mostly just overwrought hack bullshit. It should have been a miniseries. That's how it plays. It's not like a bingeable TV show. It reminds me just the old network miniseries that's played over a couple of nights, but worse. There's a lot of dumb parental issues here. There's some psychosexual wankery. Uh, there's some dog shit, bad action movie logic from a bunch of these hacks. Like fucking Chris Terrio, that FOB. Um, I was reminded that some like law directors are just hacks, like I said, like like Peter Jackson. The nice thing I can say about Zack Snyder is I disagree with the sentiment that he should be in director J after this movie. That's too kind. He should be the director equivalent of being William Wallace. Um, but most of all, there's no heart to this movie, there's no character. It's lifeless. It's like poor deadass Superman before the mercilessly dragged his corpse into this turgid stank hole. Um, I don't know if I'm if I'm overselling my feelings on this or not uh, there's overlap with the archetypes of Marvel versus DC characters but fuck they play Wonder Woman and Aquaman Aquaman like they're both different takes on the generic Thor character Ben Affleck is playing a different kind of version of basically Iron Man but not funny and with a real life and fictional drinking problem um, I don't know what's going on with Ezra Miller and that's fine because I don't want to know that and I don't want that in my brain movie almost actually made me feel bad about things i might have said about batman v superman and i did not think that was ever possible like i long for the days when i just worried about granny's phd um again chris terrio like i can go fuck himself i don't even want to finish my i'm done so what
0: you're saying you give it like a c
1: yeah
0: gentleman c uh
1: i I give it a C. you next tuesday
0: (laughs) all right well how can i rival that good luck so, I've got to be honest, I was not expecting this movie to be any good, but when I sat down to actually watch it, it turns out I was completely right. What a piece of shit. Uh, it's just this endless, ponderous, pretentious bore. I think critics are just being very polite to this thing. It is 100% a typical Zack Snyder tone-deaf, joyless monstrosity. There were maybe like 2.5 halfway decent scenes in the theatrical cut, they're all gone from this one. Batman feels nothing like Batman. Like, you just doesn't feel like batman as a character superman is just this cold loose cipher like just like in his other movies it's like snyder heard that joss whedon gave like an ounce of humanity to the movie and he was just like nope cut that shit uh a lot of the discourse around the snyder cut uh, when it was first released was that well at least this movie has a consistent vision now but here's the thing Zack snyder has no vision there's no there there some scenes look like knockoff lord of the rings because he liked those scenes from those movies some scenes look like that Arkham Asylum video game because he liked that video game. Some scenes are pastiches of comic book panels. Some scenes look like a fucking Budweiser commercial. Like, there's no actual vision. It's just empty, meaningless repetition of other people's art. This might be the shallowest movie ever made. If it were a puddle of water, you could roll around in it and stand up, bone dry. The only thing that's consistent in Zack Snyder uh, with Zack Snyder is his total and complete misreading of the source material. I award him no points. And I do send them to direct director jail forever. End statement.
1: This should be fun. Mm-hmm. This is a good time. People like this, right? If you like this movie, keep it to yourself and throw <laughs> yourself down some stairs. <laughs> wow. I I'm not kidding. I I I think I might. I have think everyone's just trying to be nice. He had a
0: he had a personal tragedy, and you know it's okay to feel shame. bad about that. And yeah you know it's like well hey hey, you got to make this movie how you want it it's like well congratulations but it fucking sucks i'm sorry i can't say if it's better or worse than theatrical cut they're both terrible movies at least the theatrical cut was shorter
1: Mm. i i i don't know i've seen a lot of people criticizing the theatrical cut more after this one came out well because it's it's the narrative you know
0: it's yeah zach snyder good joss whedon bad
1: yeah, and and I would still disagree. I think the argue, the the problem with the theatrical cut, because again, as I understand the lore of this god awful nonsense, was that they brought Joss Whedon in basically twice. They brought him in one time because the Chris Terrio Zach Snyder script was lifeless. It was turgid. It was dour and it was gloomy. And they they said Joss Whedon, for the love of God, please put some humanity in this. And Zach Snyder apparently was on board with them going and filming. Uh, like a a Joss Whedon script doctored script because that was that was his original charm as he was a script doctor Mm -hmm. and then when when the personal tragedy took him away unfortunately then they were like also could you could you make this a real movie and direct it as well which what a thankless task but I think the WB telling Joss Whedon it has to also be no more than 120 minutes is the problem I I think think they
0: they told that to Snyder too but yeah
1: yeah 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 but I think a two and a half hour theatrical cut from, from the Joss Whedon version would have been better i'm not i, saying I, I feel like great. there's
0: a there's a two and a half hour cut of this movie that could be okay but it would still feel incredibly derivative of the avengers you
1: know yeah yeah, yeah. And, and 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 part of that is the failings of joss whedon too yeah like the much talked about where flash falls on wonder woman you know what right, you're right about like that's not cool that's not even is that not, it's only is that not cool yeah. for the actors but like he did that joke in age mm-hmm. of Ultron um so yeah i i absolutely agree with you well, there it, to I'm me it's, cool. it, it's
0: if you're looking for a sign that joss whedon is uh arrogant and uh kind of doesn't have a sense of his own self and is uh kind of consumed by his own hubris it's that he took this job to begin with yeah. this is you were never going to polish this turd into a diamond like uh, I, like it just like you you learn the decisions he made and it's like why did you ever think in five months you're going to fix this movie like clearly you need to, like, you know, re examine yourself and in your self regard because something is wrong there.
1: I 1000% want to know what he got paid for this because it couldn't have been that enough. Is the, that is the price of selling your soul. Oh, look, right? it has like, completely
0: destroyed his career pretty
2: much.
1: Yeah, but that's the price of selling your soul. Yeah. Oh, but 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 I think the detail from the letter that you and I have both always been fascinated by. Was that here is a guy who, like, despite his personal failings, thinks that he can always write himself. Oh, you mean when
0: he the the thing where he like tried to write a letter to his uh, now ex wife, like, like a, explaining repeated, his repeated,
1: yeah, repeated letters. Yeah, like the the, the he could always but he can fix with it. words, yeah. find the narrative that makes it all better. Like, mm-hmm. and that I, that's probably a common failing amongst most writers, but like. <laughs> You definitely see it there. And if you're ever writing the Joss Whedon biography book, oh shit, you've got some source material to work with.
0: Um God, can you imagine that biopic? I don't I don't think I'd want to watch that.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you know what? I didn't think social network would be a compelling movie, yeah, but true. I was wrong. <laughs>
0: they just cast uh, Zuckerberg as Whedon. That that actually that wouldn't be that bad. He just had to bulk up, honestly. And just, you know, the kind of I don't know, Joss Whedon has like a very kind of like just like long tall round head you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah i mean but but hair wise he's almost there yeah hair wise he's almost there um yeah uh, i hated this yeah. <laughs> i hated this so much i hated every moment of it, it I even in felt- the fucking
0: opening it's like it's like 10 minutes of the slow-mo wailing from superman
1: the academy ratio <laughs> what an asshole Give me a
0: fucking break. That's why I was like his this artistic is vision. Case. He's like everyone's going to be watching this at home on widescreen TVs, but I'm like so pretentious, and this is my artistic vision. So you're just gonna have fucking pillar box the whole time, and it like it adds nothing. Like the, the framing's bad in this movie. It, it's it's not using the frame well at all. No. Um,
1: so side extreme side note, because again, I don't want to talk about this movie, but mm-hmm. we will for, for a long time. Tim Burton's Justice League. You obviously have Michael keen as Batman. You have Nicholas Cage as Superman. Who does Johnny Depp play? The Aquaman. Oh,
0: and like what, like two thousand two or something like that.
1: I don't. I don't know. Yeah,
0: uh, that, he could be a villain, I suppose.
1: Johnny Depp, I believe, was attached to play CIA agent and secret Kryptonian Lex Luther and J.J. Abrams' Superman flyby script.
0: That sounds so awful.
1: But uh, yeah, so I, I, I did not go back and rewatch any of the others because my eyes are connected to my brain, and I don't put that kind of nonsense into my brain. You know, I actually I considered
0: it. briefly. I was like. What if I just went all in? I'll watch Man of Steel. I'll watch the director's cut of Batman v Superman. Wish. I'll watch the theatrical cut of Justice League, and then I'll watch a Snyder cut and like just all. Please love I'll yourself. Just be, like, Don't do that. I'll just be invested and in, like kind of like seeing every angle. And then I was like, why the fuck would I do that? Fuck that.
1: Yeah, you just saying that makes me want to slam my head on this table. Mm-hmm. Um, but I barely remember the ending, especially of Batman v Superman. So of course, when this movie just, opens, the you've been wrong. The, when you when this movie ends with the extended Superman defgasm, yeah, I was like, "What the fuck is this?"
0: It just goes on and on. There is just
1: like this and wailing, it's, and it's not tragic. It's gross. It's super gross, and it's the special effects are the equivalent of like the the least of a video game cutscene.
0: Well, like I think what this is supposed to be communicating over the course of several minutes is that Superman dying woke the Mother things. Box or something. Yeah. And the Mother Box then called the Steppenwolf, but, like, we didn't need six minutes of that.
1: Also, I know it's a 50-plus year comic uh, thing that's been around for a long, long time, but, like, Mother Box is super dirty.
0: Is it? Oh, you just like the word? Sure, yeah. (laughs) The word's Mother Box? Okay, okay. Yeah, you can take it there. Why is Bruce Wayne, like, hiking through some fucking glacier to get to an Icelandic coast? Like, does he not own a boat?
1: Prior to that. As we've seen the marketing materials too, Batman classic gun nut, right? Of course, you'd have a firearm in as many scenes as possible. Well, just it makes no sense. Like it just it's like these
0: weird like ideas that Zack Snyder has like, oh, it's going to be Bruce Wayne like going through glaciers and camping and like living, you know, off the land. He's got a fucking horse all to get to some Icelandic town. He's like he could have just like flown a seaplane there.
1: Like, there's clearly a dock. There's a throw throwaway line later that is not borne out by the actual like shooting conditions that they filmed. That like the the storm has quote unquote kept the choppers out of commission for for days. But still, Bruce Wayne's superpowers, he's rich. He doesn't seem a, like Batman at all. He could have taken a submarine there for all the fuck yeah, really. I know.
0: Yeah, the Bat sub. Get in that thing.
1: Yeah. Um the 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 little glimpses of cyborg up into all these parts are all so I gotta say, his character.
0: It's like the a lot of the discourse around this movie is that like, oh, cyber cyborg was the heart of the Zack Snyder cut. It's a broken heart, and, and like you know, Joss Whedon cruelly ripped it out, and like it's like the movie like totally like depended on uh cyborg, and like it's like two hours into this movie, and I'm like, this dude has been in the movie like fifteen minutes so far. Like, when when does it happen? And like, it feels like he gets maybe like um, a quarter of what you'd really expect from the so quote-unquote heart of the movie there's just not enough room for him it just it's it's so thin
1: well because you have to do three origin movies in mm-hmm. addition to the batman and superman and wonder woman characters for characters that aren't interesting and and i feel like this script which good god how many pages do you think the script was i can't even imagine i mean it's, i think
0: somebody timed the slow motion and it was like over a half hour alone so yeah Oof. i don't know maybe it wasn't actually that
1: long it's actually it's at least a 200 page script. Yeah. But I feel like this 200 page script though, this is like a weird pop quiz in screenwriting class where it's like, "Hey students, see how all the missing parts of each character's storyline alone?" Because it's like you have the outline of of the Cyborg character's storyline, but like his his emotional arc is not really there.
0: No, it's not. Um I mean we'll we'll get to him, but like Aquaman here at the beginning, like Bruce is looking for him. The one thing that struck me here is that like we're introduced to Aquaman three different times. Like he has three oh, different man. intro scenes, and like you could have cut them all. Like every, like, like watching this movie, like from what I remember the theatrical cut, I'm just like, those all seem like good cuts. All this extra shit, it's making it longer. It's not mm-hmm. brilliant. It's like turgid and boring. Like oh, it's and, not amazing.
1: And the first of many thought times I was reminded tragically of Peter Jackson. This bar scene. It's like, bitch, you're not Aragorn. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like this whole fucking thing where it's like, like, we don't know who this stranger from the sea is and I'm going to translate. It's like, who the fuck do you think you are? Like, also, why am I meeting Aquaman on land? What the
0: fuck? I mean... Well, we meet him here and then we meet him again like a few scenes later and then we meet him again down in like Atlantis and it's just like, we keep meeting this guy. What the fuck?
1: Also, underwater scenes are boring as shit. Did you ever see you re- the Aquaman movie? No, I did not.
0: I saw it. It was okay. Um, it... I'll say this for the Aquaman movie, it was very colorful and vibrant and mm-hmm. so like it was at least kind of cool to look at. The the underwater stuff in this movie looks like diarrhea. Like it just it looks crappy. Uh it it's desaturated and ugly. Like it's funny like the Mira character in Aquaman has like this bright red like shock of hair and everything's turquoise and underwater and here it's like you can barely even tell she's a redhead, you know? It's like
1: So so According to the star of Aquaman and the director of Aquaman, that movie canonically takes place after the Snyder Cut. Not after the Joss Whedon Cut, after the Snyder Cut. Whatever, sure. So, having not seen that movie, the one thing I do know about it it is that Mira is not British in that movie. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get me wrong. I mean, it's hard to say something nice about Amber Heard because of her personal life, too. But, like, I don't mind her British accent. I don't ever. I honestly accent. didn't
0: even notice the
1: accent. Um, I always notice. I always I, notice the lady's British accent. Okay, um, so but, Aqu- Aquaman
0: like I don't know blows off Bruce Wayne, peels off his sweater, and just like walks into the water as like all these Icelandic folk watch and then begin singing this like uh, sea shanty about him. And it's just what what is going on? Like what what tone are you going for? As she like sniffs Aquaman's sweater. It's so ridiculous.
1: Also. You're 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 getting over the fact that like Batman tells Aquaman that he's Batman off screen in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like on the walk to the shore. What the fuck? Um and like the 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 chieftain of this this Icelandic town, you know, how dare those men speak to us like children? I'm like, dude, take the fucking cash. You guys are poor as shit. Uh I fucking hate this movie. I wrote I wrote I hate this movie so many times yeah. when I think so, uh Aquaman calling Gotham City a shithole is delightful in this. Um Martha Kent
0: getting forced clothes on is hilarious.
1: I kind of wish I'm not. I'm not not done dumping on Aquaman. All right, go. Why keep the pants on? Why keep the shoes on? How can you swim with that? Where does he get a shirt? Every time he's back on land, he has a shirt again. So if he's stripping off a shirt every time he gets in the water, is there like a shirt rental service? Are these Icelandic maidens? Are these like wintertime midsummer village girls giving him shirts? I think it's like one of those lending library situations. What is with the sniffing? You mm-hmm. can't just you can't transition from the creepy Nordic woman singing to Martha Kenner. And I just U-hulk, don't think sorry.
0: no no matter how much of a hunk Ackerman is, I just don't think that sweater smells very good. No. I think it smells like fish.
1: Best case scenario, fish in, in like a, a very and specific a kind of yeah. gross BO. Like uh quite frankly, I'm looking at this guy and I'm thinking there's a whiff of Smegma. Like <laughs> this guy looks gross. Momo is such a boring hunk, too.
0: all right well moving on to martha kent getting foreclosed on which is fucking hilarious she has to like drive her u-haul away from clark kent's grave um i really wanted when they show like the foreclosed sign you know uh for it to be like wayne enterprises like wayne bank or something like that in your fucking face martha
1: yeah
2: we Uh, have to save martha
1: why did you say that name Alfred meets Bruce Wayne's helicopter, which just may remind me of the much better scene of Batman Begins. It felt similar.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Is this uh, where Wonder Woman is here? Well, we're now we're at Lois Lane. She gets sad coffee. These guys the just,
0: song, they don't feel like Batman and Alfred. They just look like two old guys.
1: I would argue that while this is all dog shit and no one comes off clean, Jeremy Irons might come off the most clean because he's yeah. in it so little and he's just kind of little. He's a little jaded.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that, he, he that definitely comes off the best. Yeah.
1: Got that weird Boris Boris Karloff accent of his, but uh, whatever the song playing as Lois Lane gets her sad bastard coffee, it feels like one of those expert SNL skits.
0: Like, um, why do we need to see Lois Lane, like the barista doing a special little design in her coffee? Like, why is that shot there? Yeah. What is the purpose of that
1: shot? Why is she giving the one single cup of coffee? Why is he? Why is I don't it raining
0: why. everywhere? Yeah,
1: I don't remember. Also central city gotham city and metropolis might as well be the same fucking town they're all indiscernible and interchangeable in well they're movie. apparently
0: in this world they're like across the the river from each other or something which Wait, I
1: central city central city can't be that far away because they have to fly yeah. they have to fly the fucking sports car from there yes metropolis and gotham city are mm-hmm. fucking batman v superman told us that which is stupid um but, like, why are they guarding the memorial? Whatever.
0: Um, it's just these long the, shots of poor Amy Adams, who has to be in this movie looking sad and staring at monuments. And,
1: gosh, she's got to regret taking this movie. It's just,
0: it, it amazes me how inefficient of a visual storyteller Zack Snyder is. Like, you know, filmmakers like Fincher, like, they just communicate so much, so rapidly, you know, and like the way they shoot stuff. And here it's like, I want to show that Lois Lane is sad. So here's like three minutes of her being sad. <laughs>
1: well, what's the quote from Fincher? The two ways
0: yeah there are two ways to shoot a scene uh and the other way is wrong yeah
1: yeah that and that's entire yeah. yeah but like there's a song playing over this the song could not be more goddamn on the nose it's a fist on the nose i mean it sounds like beck moaning like at one point the line is they told us our gods would outlive us oh give me a fucking I also, break
0: i don't buy that humanity is really broken up about the deaths of superman that there's like Fucking Big Ben has this like giant flag and shit like that. I, I think. Well, like I think humanity kind of hated that guy. He seems like he sucked
1: yeah, Batman, maybe Superman told us that they fucking hated him. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, then there's the fucking bank heist scene of Bruce Bolton, which again, with the hat on, tell me this guy doesn't look like he was meant to play Daniel Craig's little brother. Yeah, really. Uh, we go from weird moaning ballads. What to the is with techno all the, score.
0: the the like oolating like wailing on this soundtrack it's so bad I, then, I, I think it's a wonder woman thing it comes in every time she's
1: around there's there's a it, not even Wonder woman there's like a shitty guitar riff whenever we're about to go into action sequence but then this this british sequence here we get this lame techno score for a minute like like it's the fucking oh, it's, soundtrack it's, it's, it's of time junkie Splitters xl
0: too. it's the dude who did like the mad max uh fury road score it, this score is awful this is one of what the worst the, scores uh, i can remember it's it's so oppressive and overbearing
1: what is the Alan Smithy equivalent yeah, for scores?
0: Really? <laughs> um, what And also, what do
1: these guys plan?
0: They're like taking over hostages in this museum, but their plan is just to blow things up. Why? We don't know.
1: <sighs> but uh, 20 minutes in, you can see the tone and perspective of this movie are just broken. I mean, Batman doesn't own sitting on urban monuments pensively, but like Wonder Woman looks kind of silly when she's doing it here. It's very green screen, yeah. They're going to somehow end society go back to the dark ages by blowing up four city blocks you can't be that stupid well it's like it just that's some carly Morgenthau shit
0: it, it yeah it makes even less sense in the flag smashers um it's just an excuse for wonder woman to show up and save the day but it's like it just it feels so sloppy in the execution of like you couldn't have found a better scenario for her to show up and save the day and she just like obliterates this guy by like smashing her bracelets or gauntlets together and he just like I don't know vaporizes like she's just like fully murdering people now
1: Well, she she lassos one dude and she has the exposition to us like in a very clunky way like oh hey this is my fucking golden lasso that composed the that writing thought, oh, is so bad
0: yeah all the writing in this movie is it's so clunky
1: Um, the slow-mo shots of her her giving the guy looks as the bullets fly past her is funny as shit to me. They have her move around. Like she's the flash in this.
0: Everybody Uh, has super speed. It kind of devalues the flash a little.
1: Yeah. The, the shot of her, like moving to her knees, to block the machine gun. Like she goes across people, looks silly. Um, at one point the, the, the super dumb meta dialogue of the guy being like, I don't believe it. And she's like, believe it. And I, root for this character because I want the iconography of her to succeed I really really do especially in 2021 or or 2017 on but like I gotta ask is Gal Gadot a bad actor she might be I
0: think her strengths lie in a certain area and it gets a little rough when you're outside that wheelhouse
1: (laughs) and she's outside that wheelhouse a lot I'm afraid
0: Um, what a lame quip you know I don't believe it believe it oh wow did you get Bruce Lance working on that one
1: yeah, there's a little too much of every single time she shows up, they have some little girl be awestruck and inspired by her. It, I it, hate to be criticizing that. It's it it that of panery, one time and it, yeah. should, and it should be amazing. Hmm. But it's not working here. Especially considering she is so fucking wasted in the rest of this movie, other than being an exposition machine or commenting on things that we have no fucking clue about. Like when she's like, hey, Aquaman. Can you believe that a Themysciran and an Atlantean are like talking after yeah. a thousand years? And he's like, well, it was pretty wild, huh? And I'm like, I don't know shit about you fuckers. Like, I don't care about this. Mm-hmm. You're not breaking bread in an interesting way. Well, and that scene
0: make... was like almost good for a half second too. The, the scene at the graveyard. It was like the only time it was like quiet and like characters yeah. got to talk to each other and not just about the plot. And then that happened. Yeah.
1: I would have thought that the, the grave digging scene was a Joss Whedon thing, but apparently not. Holy shit. Um, meanwhile, Themyscira, like, are they on... 247 500 year plus watch of this they Motherbox. They've have like
0: 100 amazonians also <laughs> constantly watching it.
1: They've got to know that just pointing arrows at this thing is useless. Um also so so uh Diana's mother um Hippolyta shows up. She fails a huge trope test with me here. The uh the leader who's constantly turning their back on the big god machine <laughs> to talk to underlings like that's that's that never goes well.
0: By the way, I just want to point out this is at about 26 minutes into the movie here is uh <sighs> the Themyscira scene. I'm just checking on the Avengers right now. On the Avengers we've already had Loki show up, uh steal the cube and trap Hawkeye you've got the big escape scene with, you know, Samuel L and uh, Maria Hill. We've met Hulk. We've met black widow. We've met iron man. We've met captain America. Like it's like the whole movie is so tightly set up. Like you can just, you can just see like the skillful, skillful version of this in the Avengers when it's like, it's such tight, like good writing to just move it along really quickly and keep you engaged. And it's like juggling all these different characters and making them all feel like we're coming together and building towards something. And here it's like, We've met, what, like Aquaman and Bruce Wayne and Wonder Woman, and it, but it feels like they're not even together yet. Whoa. Like, it's just, it takes forever to get there.
1: We've, t- to be fair, we've also met Cyborg. And here's the super lame part. We know that the Atlanteans have a whole battalion guarding their mother box. Mm-hmm. The Themyscirans have a whole battalion guarding their mother box. Cyborg has his in the car. Oh, we haven't
0: really met Cyborg. We've just, like, seen a shot of him, like, out of context. A couple it's like, to- but a couple they're times. Cyborg. Okay. He's yeah, brooding.
1: but... But it's it's so stupid. It's so stupid. Anyway, so Steppenwolf and the demons show up. Um, this CGI roided out look is so wrong. So wrong. She oh, you mean like the, the new Steppenwolf?
2: Ignore.
1: Yeah, I mean, but like
0: Is he shiny. Yay.
1: Say what you will about Thanos, but like they made sure to give it Joss Brolin's face at least.
0: Yeah, I mean Thanos at least comes across like a a character whereas mm-hmm. steppenwolf is just 100 percent of the time like a stupid ps2 cutscene villain you know like he's it's just not real it's there's well, no like i never once felt anything about this character except like annoyance when he was on screen
1: because they're they're clearly in love with this idea of this like shell shock like warrior who just wants to go home and die or whatever but like we would have not have suffered through scrotum chin's endless monologues if we didn't think to a certain extent this is Josh Brolin saying here you could not live of your failure also he
0: had good lines you know they gave Thanos some great lines like, oh, like you could not Thanos live is very quotable where did it bring you back to me
1: yeah but that that might have almost been a comment directed right at Zack Snyder at this fucking movie yeah. anyways the parademons are lame I will say they had the potential I think to be more visually interesting than the fake scrolls in the first Avengers movie the, the design not. of
0: the parademons at least is like creepy um, Yeah. Not enough boom tubes in this movie. I feel like I feel like people should be saying boom tubes like twenty five thousand percent. This
1: is my boom tube. Mm -hmm. Um, But like sometimes they have like slightly humanoid faces with like weird mechanical masks on, Mm -hmm. and sometimes they have like little demon like shit faces. Anyway, let me let me hit you with Uh, some
0: Steppenwolf dialogue here. I've come to enlighten you to the great darkness. I will bathe
1: in your fear. Yay! Cool. The cheesiest one is still it's toxic. Yeah. Um. The thing is a fucking blood laugh, a blood bath when like Diana's mom has to have time with the whole conversation of one fallen warrior, like really making a desperate play for that. Tom Hanks earned this moment. Um, well, I
0: know that Um. when the theatrical cut came out, there was some criticism of like, it seems like you like sexed up all the Amazonians, which yeah. I feel like in the, the, the Snyder version, it's more like he's like he's doing his like randian objectification of their bodies instead. Like it's very three hundred esque. check out these very like A-Rand. rippling abs and and muscles yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: My God, like the fact that this makes three hundred look like it's a Criterion classic is is astounding to me. But All these action scene... scenes are
0: so blah. It's just like but yeah, there's a lot of shit going on.
1: The first two movies in the Snyderverse we saw two gods constantly throwing each other through skyscrapers and causing 59 Yeah, But like, after that, like, do I want to watch them smashing out wooden pillars in a temple? Like, this is lame. Um, it, it carries no weight. I hate people who made me watch this. Mm. Uh, wow. I really I'm sitting do. right here. Steppenwolf, like, his look just reminds me of like one of my favorite hard sci-fi book series, Hyperion. What by the guy uh, the you strike i I, yeah, the Shrike. I tried
0: to read it i just couldn't get
1: into it oh the Shrike is, is amazing like some might claim he's the villain he's not really but he's eight feet oh. tall he's four limbs he's covered in wet metal spikes but like if he ever looked as bad as this no thank you um oh. so oh, this the
0: sequence thing. goes on forever it's just this long action sequence which is i just feel like we accomplish this a lot faster and uh much more impactfully well, in, in the Avengers when they did the same exact sequence pretty much.
1: I want to say that that I really kinetically felt the sequence more. I'm not saying it was great, but in the the theatrical cut. Well, I think they was it a was little bit of that it was a little bit of almost like the, the good parts of Lord of the Rings in that sequence. Yeah. I mean one point here, wolf's taken a bunch of arrows in his chest and he does this like metal peck flex like Schwarzenegger to like snap them off. Mm-hmm. It just seems so dumb. Well then
0: they, they, they uh, what's her name? Um I'm curious the the place Hippolyta is that her Hippolyta. name uh, she yeah, yeah. escapes this weird dome where they've been hiding this thing and it like falls into the ocean and she, there's like a minute long slow motion scene where she looks sad about it and then more parademons show up and stuff wolf like jumps out of the water and it's like oh you thought that was the action scene that was over no 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 we're just getting started there's like a whole another 10 minutes of this
1: shit and I know this is dumb but still I, I gotta ask real quick this, this island population is 99% warriors. Who takes care of the armor? Who who makes the armor? Who feeds the horses? Who feeds these people? Why, I don't understand. Why
0: aren't people just getting cut in half by Stephanol's axe that he's swinging?
1: Yes. It's, it's like flaming hot axe or whatever. Yeah. One warrior is like he's gone back to his universe which is not accurate but the movie throws it out there and you don't know what the fuck is going on so the audience doesn't know that this is wrong. Ugh.
0: I, I, he's um, got to be one of the most boring villains ever put to screen like comic wise. Like he just he's such a nothing I mean why even Kieran bother Hines casting be an actor like, for this yeah
1: yeah Kieran Hines is gonna be like thank god for that check baby mm-hmm. Um so they're gonna light the ancient warning fire which hasn't burned for 5,000 years only Diana will recognize it why again can Diana not come home or why is she not come home
0: it's unclear I think probably mostly because they hadn't made like Wonder Woman 1984 yet and like they didn't want to like you know box
1: which themselves it's in not brought up at all yeah. like why well, she can't go home in that yeah um, I mean like look Thor is dumb but if they can find a way to make that work then Wonder Woman should have been a slam dunk that's all I'm saying oh we didn't talk about what was the title for chapter one or part One?
0: Oh, uh, it was something something Batman let me look
1: <laughs> go fuck yourself Batman yeah was called part two is the age of heroes I fucking hate these chapter titles they
0: don't really make any sense either part one is don't, don't count on that. it Batman
1: yeah that's a meta statement anyway somewhere in Russia it's toxic
0: there's no Russian family this time. They cut all those people out because uh, I we get didn't,
1: why you would do the Russian family. I'm not saying it was a success. It was, but it was hacky.
0: Get. But you understand why it was there. Yeah.
1: I get it. Yeah. So he shoves the mother, mother box into a. God, I can't say. I hate saying that. The slab of metal sends this weird growth. Looks like dried lava. Later they'll say this is harvested radiation, but I don't know what that is. Just looking at it. It's just, it's so
0: it's just nonsense. He's just shoving this box into this thing, and then like more weird alien shit grows on the walls of the nuclear reactor and it's like okay and it's like yeah. he will be pleased and there's some sort of plot line about him being like out of favor with dark side i just i couldn't even pay attention to it it was so boring
1: well you don't know who the fuck dark side is unless you're a comic book nerd mm-hmm. but i mean like in the, in the in the way that seemed easy in comparison step by step they spell out the infinity stones for you and then, and I kind of think having like the tesseract and all the other nonsense in Thor: The Dark World well, kind of made a lot of because sense they because they built the up to it. Yeah, but by the time you get to it, you're just like, whatever. I've been living with this piece of logic, like faulty logic, in my brain long enough. I I I buy Infinity Stones. I'm on board. Anyway, so by the, the way, party for, was, forty uh,
0: minutes into the movie. We're still talking about finding Barry Allen, but we you know Bruce Wayne isn't there yet. We're forty fucking minutes into this movie.
1: Why didn't they recast Ezra Miller? I, how how let me hold out off
0: fans on camera. Let me hold off on my Ezra Miller thoughts until we get to him because it's Joe Morton time, one of the only things that kind of works in this cut. like Joe Morton's good, you know he's he's doing all the work in that arc. Um, let so, me just
1: say also, I am dehydrated from how much I hate this movie
0: yeah Joe Morton he's saying hi to like his janitor here at the uh the Star Labs, and then he gets kidnapped, I guess.
1: Well in general, Miles Dyson in a lab, that's not good. Yeah. Well the, the trope of the of the humanizing janitor. Like the janitor has way too much in this movie. This is like five minutes of janitor scene. Also why is he mopping up grates
0: yeah 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 exactly
1: not to get all cinema sins but what the fuck
0: <laughs> what are you doing there you're just like leaking water into those grates
1: but like why is the janitor investigating suspicious noises in the labs you just saw military personnel walking down the hallway 20 seconds earlier yeah
0: um so the bat scene that we just kind of passed over is like oh batman shaved he's talking to alfred I know some people really like like Ben Affleck and like Batman v Superman. He feels so stiff Steve. and phoned in in this movie. Like it just like it never once was. I like oh yeah, that's Batman on screen. It just it felt like a really tired Ben Affleck who was like contractually obligated to do this movie.
1: Our friend Steve told me earlier this week that he thought Ben Affleck was the greatest cinematic Batman, oh. and I threw him out of my home. Yeah. that's uh, good. Down my stairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie, just in general, I just want to say, it really makes me want to cover the Rocketeer on this podcast at some point. Oh, yeah, I could
0: see that. Uh, the whole lighting, the the arrow of truth or whatever this is that the Amazonians are doing. This is just Back the lighting Troy over here. This is just the lighting, the beacon scene from the <laughs> Return of the King. We're just doing that some more.
1: Hold on, I I want to make sure we do this justice here. Mm. Sky torch, Sky hero torch. beacon. Mm.
0: That's a hell of a shot.
1: I wish I liked the Wonder Woman theme that they had. I wish it was it's, good. I it's not. The, yeah, I hate the Wonder Woman theme. Also, this all hits differently after Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> it does. That's true. Um. Anyway, so, so she
0: fires a shot like all the way to the Parthenon or something. Sure.
1: Yeah, the Shrine of the Amazons. She knows it's an invasion. I just love that fucking Diana will go and read some like pictographs and some hieroglyphics, and she'll be like. I got it enough to go give Bruce Wayne a five-minute monologue about the the backstory of this movie. I mean,
0: I I recall it being sloppy in the theatrical cut, but like, I feel like I understood the mother boxes and Stephanie better in that movie than
1: in this movie. This is my point about the theatrical cut. I'm not saying it's a good movie. I am saying it is 100% a better movie and anyone who's saying otherwise... I don't want to know you. You're. I just. You're it's you had two more hours,
0: but this movie made less sense to me. How does how does that work? You know, start talking about the fucking anti-life equation after a while. And I'm like,
1: well, what is even going on? It's it's like the hardcore DC fanboys are the only people who are into this, and it's like uh, you have to make this movie for everybody, and I don't think everybody gets this, and it doesn't sound cool enough to just accept it anyway. So Miles Dyson. Goes home and tells the Sonny he get her the motherbox monsters are after it. Oh, I it guess his like
0: coworker there or. is like gonna be the Adam or something, or like Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so Ryan
1: Choi. Yeah, yeah. Uh that guy's got quips.
0: <laughs> he sure does. This is like
1: this is a movie that has like maybe one one actual joke and like seven attempted jokes. That is a bad ratio for any action movie. This movie should be funny, and it is not.
0: Why is there a whole thing where it's like, oh, this drawing of the parademon kind of looks like Batman? Like, what is the point of that?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So Joe Morton, you know, is like alarmed to hear about this break-in at the office or whatever, goes home and has like, I don't know, two seconds of scenery with uh, Ray Fisher here, cyborg, who's just angry. Um, One thing that really stood out to me in this, like, because they like, it won't be for like another hour and a half, but they eventually do some like uh, cyborg flashbacks. And we like the, the scene that you really needed a flashback to was uh, Victor and his dad before the accident. Like you needed yeah. to see that relationship to see how it changes and like, you know, like where the tensions are there. But you don't see it. You only well, see him being mad because dad didn't show up to his. It's football the absence
1: game. of a relationship. Yeah, but but it's
0: like it's just not effective. Like it's it's like all the drama is undercut by the fact that we never got to see their original
1: dynamic. I don't disagree with you, but I would argue that what you also need to see, and I want to say there is some video footage of it on Diana's flash drive in Batman v Superman, Right, right. But I, I need a little bit more about the mother box. Given this dude a whole fucking body. It made more
0: sense to me in the BVS like, you know, email scenes than it did in this movie, that's for sure.
1: Which, if I remember correctly, too, right after all that shit, when she shows up in the fight in the trailer and Batman's like, is she with you? And it's like, you "You just emailed her, motherfucker. (laughs) You told her the date and the time.
0: Oh, good, you got my email. Do you watch all the attachments?
1: Um, This fucking boat rescue scene of Aquaman is so dumb where it's like a little baby boat. Like, why
0: is this here? We already were introduced to Aquaman. Like, why do we, need why isn't this more the first Aquaman? Scene of him? Exactly. It's
1: on the ocean. So he slams the dude on the table, in the bar. This is so cheesy. He like starts drinking whiskey. Tell him to respect the story. It's a music time. video. This scene is fucking. It's hilarious. like walks it's like- out
0: into the surf with water splashing everywhere. He's like drinking a whole bottle of whiskey and smashing it. It's just like, well, isn't there like a stained video? You could be directing Zack Snyder instead of inflicting this on everyone.
1: Oh, what's even more infuriating to me is that they don't go for some dumbass stained like 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 needle drop. Mm-hmm. They like bastardize poor Nick Cave to this <laughs> yeah, nonsense, like the sensitive man's thinking. bro. No, it's it's just like
0: bastard. Zack Snyder likes Nick Cave, I guess. So he's like, I'm just going to put this in the movie, even though it like it doesn't fit at all. Totally. It's just the whole scene is goofy and weird. Ugh.
1: I mean, like if you came up to me in the street and you were like, I know you're curious about things. I just swipe Zack Snyder's iPod. I know no one has iPods anymore. But you're like, here's Zack Snyder's iPod. We can see what his musical taste is. I would take that from you and throw it on the ground and step on yeah. it. He I feel like his taste
0: peels on off another tank top here and just throws it on the ground and he like goes into the water. Where the coming yeah. from? And it's just it's so it's like for, this is stupid, but still it should have been his intro scene. Like the the scene with Batman was pointless.
1: I know the movie treats him like he's deep and tortured. The dude just comes off like a douchebag.
0: He just seems like a bro. Yeah. Like, I'm like, there's some sort of angst that they're suggesting here that never once lands, even a little bit.
1: No. Well, because it's so. The 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 stuff with Willem Dafoe and Amber Heard is more confusing than it is enlightening. Yeah. Also, super fast swimming looks goofy. It looks so. I, fucking I can only goofy. say that
0: it does look better in the Aquaman movie. Like everything to do with Aquaman looks like trash in this movie. It's at least mm-hmm. more vibrant and colorful, and like like the visual style is much better in his own movie.
1: So we get to like. Some kind of Atlantean ruins. There's like a statue of a king on the throne of a tribe. Willem Defoe shows up. They have like this the air before. bubbles that they
0: talk in that aren't in the Aquaman movie.
1: But that's, be like, it's like, yeah, it's like exhaled from each person. And then like you're living within basically, like, you know, it's kind of like the thing, like that moment when you realize, oh, hey, a bath is just standing water of my own filth. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're basically like standing in like Willem Dafoe's saliva. Well, like, that's cool. has there ever
0: been like a worse use of Willem Dafoe than in this movie? He just like well, shows up to Dafoe. exposition. Like, at least he's kind of feeling himself in uh, Aquaman. Like, you know, he, it's Willem Dafoe. He 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 brings what he can
1: Clark! to the material. Yeah, Willem Dafoe feels himself in everything except that this movie. A sad, that is a, I think he's feeling himself here. Sadly, um, that's the sad thing about casting Willem Dafoe. He gives you something, and it's it's this is a shame to use him in such a way. He's a better, I don't know, Atlantean dude, and like like uh robert pattinson's like frenzied sex dreams in uh the lighthouse
0: yeah so he just shows up and is like your destiny arthur take the trident you know rule your people or whatever and goes away and then aquaman just kind of like broods and looks at a statue
1: <laughs> and we're like meanwhile we're like i have no idea what any of this means yeah like not any of it also how do you not know that as an actor who is both conan and call drogo how do you not know this is the worst world building um meanwhile back in their shitty lair in russia Steppenwolf talks to this dripping metal version of Sad, who's basically going Dark Darkseid's bitch boys this
0: just feels so much like the Avengers and like Loki talking to uh, like the the one dude the like leader of the Chitauri so yeah.
1: it's like gotta check yeah. in
0: with like the villain's boss here
1: also in this scene in particular I was like Steppenwolf's physical form makes no sense it's I mean, just stupid calling him like well, calling his anatomy Rob Liefeld yeah really a kindness it's just been <laughs> skipping like did we 100%. get a look at his feet I mean, his waist is something a Victorian lady would be jealous of. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is not even a full fucking hour into this nonsense.
0: No, we're at about 57 minutes. Where he checks in and there's some sort of plot line about how Steppenwolf is on the outs and he's looking for these mother boxes to get back in good graces. And I could just fucking fall asleep.
1: But yeah, he's yeah, undone by point. his
0: pride. Let me plead to him. You betrayed him. You betrayed your own family. Oh, I saw my mistake. It's like, God, I'm bored. This is so dumb.
1: Well, like you said, the Avengers, Guardians of the Galaxy, they both had these like moments where Thanos' underlings are like sucking him off. Yeah. Like Trump-esque And sycophans. Those guys
0: kind of suck, but the, man, they they shine compared to these guys.
1: But this this asshole's horny to get back to the planet apocalypse, which no. Like the best you could hope for, dude, is the sweet release of death. That place is a nightmare. Well, he says you um, still
0: owe the great one five fifty thousand more worlds. And it's just like, okay, well, that's a big number.
1: I don't know what any of this means. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not setting up this character at all for me. At all. Um, uh, Wonder Woman can break in the back cave. Bruce Wayne is going all mechanic on his prototype troop carry, which is dumb. Um, the tension, I mean, the tension in the stakes and the momentum in this movie come out of the fact that you've seen a trailer and you know you're watching a Justice League movie. They do not exist within the thing itself.
0: It really seems like, maybe this is controversial, like, just lean into the romance here, or the the potential for a romance. Like, like give, give me some flirting or something. Like, give me something
1: from these two characters. Which was in the theatrical cut, yeah, right? There's yeah, yeah. There's a little just bit, just a little yeah. Bit. But I mean, like, I feel like in things that we've written, like, we knew what the story was, and so, like, we were like, yeah, we're nailing it. And then at a certain point we took a step back and we're like, we're not actually communicating mm-hmm. the thing that we think permeates all of this. Sure. And that is all over this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, complain with all you want about him, but I felt like they set up Tony Stark's premonitions about the coming existential threat in the first two of it. But, but they didn't lay it on better. too heavy. You
0: know, it was there, yeah. but it was it was quick and you could reference it later. But yeah, it's, it's we're moving on to the next stroke.
1: Then we then speaking of the next joke, this Lord of the Rings esque flashback uh, it somehow LOL, manages
0: to not be thrilling, even though you have like huge Zeus dudes and Amazonians and Green Lanterns and shit.
1: Bad CGI of David, David Lewis's body on Eric's like,
0: body. This looks like a fucking cutscene from God of War on like PS3. That's what I this mean, whole scene looks like. It looks so fake.
1: I I wrote in my notes. Well, I thought this movie was hackish before this, but yeah. damn, um, Dark Side seems generic as shit. Uh, this exposition is so much more boring because it's happening while Bruce Wayne is doing mechanical work on his dumb sci-fi vehicle. I lol at Killawog's appearance and then him losing his hand. It may be my my the part of the movie I enjoyed the most. They kill him, him off, right? They kill him off, but like basically just like killing off the, or cutting off the Green Lantern's hand with the ring on it is funny to me. Well, I it was I like
0: talking about the um like the the way it seemingly made more sense in the original cut? Because like we get all this shit where it's like. Here's Darkseid. He's bad. Okay, got that. And then there's like, also, there's these things called mother boxes, and they're like these weird priests who worship them. And it's like, wait, what? You know? And yeah. it's like, yeah, he just had these mother boxes, and they, when they come together, they just destroy the whole world. And it's like, okay, I guess. And then we find out later that, like, that isn't even like Darkseid's main thing, is that he actually wants this anti life equation thing, which also happens to be on Earth. And it's like, is, that a, know the time. is that a weird coincidence? Like, yeah. Uh, it's so it's so bizarre that like there's like multiple motivations for this character who we only see in flashbacks and like kind of you know remotely.
1: Well, even worse. Let's unwind this a little bit more. I thought the original prologue or whatever to Lord of the Rings was pretty was pretty stupid. Anyways, it, like like it works much better in a story than actually seeing it. I with, thought it was uh, fine.
0: It was it's a little cg-ish Sorin's but
1: with Sauron's Anyway, it. my point is, we see Dark Side arrive. He's supposed to be the ultimate badass. This battle lasts 10 minutes. Yeah,
0: it is a bit short. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, also, is that Ray Stevenson buried under that dumb beard as the king of Atlantis? It might be. I mean, it looks like he just like walked over from one of his like bit parts in a Thor movie. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. the men, the Atlanteans, the Amazon Amazonians each like take a mother box. I don't know why they show these bits of them like uncovering them. I was very confused by like the the, the transition. Well, some of, one of them seems to like encase it in metal, but then they're they're like, like like pounding it out of concrete. Like we don't see it go into concrete; we see it coming out of concrete. The Atlanteans are like giving theirs like some kind of tentacled beast, and then and then the humans are just burying theirs in the woods. Yeah, it's I know dramatic. it's
0: like this like huge ceremony from the Atlanteans, and the Amazonians, and the humans are just like oh, let's just fucking bury it in the woods here.
1: I mean, guys, it's not a congressional intern. You can't just bury it in the woods. Um, so like Diana's like telling Britain her people's box has woken up, which is dirty. Um, this had to be the most abysmal scene for real actors to have to film. I mean, this is even... all
0: all this flashback stuff is so so bad. CGI compositing and everything.
1: And then we get part three, beloved mother, beloved son. This is so lame. Uh so we we get the sign for Central City, we get a bad joke and like the like please reduce speed sign. Uh Kirsty Clements, who I think is super cute. Uh, she might be the only good thing that I I would be look forward to with any of the flash stuff that they're sticking to. Um, there's nothing about this iteration of Barry Allen that I ever want to watch. Okay, can I can I
0: talk about Barry Allen and Ezra Miller? Let me just throw one more thing.
1: The weird nervous ticks that Andrew Garfield did with Peter Parker. This guy is dialing them up to like eleven thousand. Please take the floor.
0: Ezra Miller as the flash. This guy sucks. This character is awful. He's so grating and irritating, and it it does. It's not helped by the fact that like there is another Flash, like the TV version of the Flash, which is like ten million times better than this performance. Like I just I hated every time the Flash is on screen. Uh, I hate everything Ezra Miller is doing in this movie, like his all his weird quirks and shit. I am just like no thank you, pass flush that guy.
1: And statement. Oh, I thought there was more. Um, it just reminded me that. I'm not going to defend the CW shows because they're dumb. I mean, other than Supergirl, which is not a great, well-written show, but I mean, it's a pretty it's, dumb it's, show too. But yeah, it stands for something that the others don't. But like, they're they're dumb shows. They're dumb, pure entertainment. Whatever. The fact that they 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 knew what they were doing, announcing the casting of Ezra Miller as that Flash show was like premiering the day it premiered. Mm-hmm. That is like. A very special passive aggressive dump on someone's chest, I
0: think the Grant Gustin and the flash people had the last laugh because they're they're still going number one, although who yeah. don't watch that anymore, but like it's clearly a better like version of the flash than what we get in this movie. This flash is dog shit,
1: well, and the fact that he appeared on that show is still it's like it was like oh, good for them at the time, and I was like <laughs> this is dumb. um in the context of this movie. There is no way this woman hires this fucking spaz for whatever job. Yeah, I've client, been like, right? get
0: I, the fuck out of here!
1: I will not allow it. Um, <laughs> Bury my foot so far in your
0: ass. If you don't leave right now, yeah.
1: And I, I think Kirstie Clements is adorable. I do not give a shit about this meat cute because Barry and her and Iris are. Are so intently eye fucking each other that she can't even look at the road as she's driving. The CGI as she flies out of her car mid car accident is so cheesy. Can I just say that the she, hot
0: dogs. she almost dies in the same manner that Daddy Flash died on uh, uh, Dawson's Creek? Cream?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: like he, he, eating the ice cream. She like I don't know, drops a burger or no ways. Another guy drops a burger and crashes. That's a little bit later, but like, yeah, um, it, it's the it's creepy. Like the way he like just stares at her. While she's like flying through the air, like possibly he her, death. her
1: hair like a per.
0: Yeah, it's it's not good.
1: But also, I get the whole bit with the dogs. But it's like for this moment, as an actor in this scene, I would be like, Zach, please, can we not have flying hot dogs all around me during this <laughs> moment? I am begging you. Why
0: is there a close up on a fucking sesame seed, like a CGI sesame seed dropping from? Like this burger or whatever this is. Like, it's so stupid.
1: But, uh, congrats, Zack Snyder. I didn't think it happened, but this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah. It truly is. Um, The power of the Speed Force is such that it vaporizes his shoes, but only his shoes. I mean, what in the reverse Incredible Hulk is that? I I hate
0: the lightning, that like he can't do super speed without the lightning. That just bothers me. Um, And, like, when they were casting Ezra Miller, like I know Warner Brothers loves this dude for some reason. Did no one actually think like, hey, let's we need to see Ezra Miller run since he is the Flash.
2: Can, yeah, can we get like some video,
0: video of you running? We just need to see your stride. We need to make sure you look good. Because he runs like a fucking goofball.
1: He runs like Elaine Bennis dances. Mm-hmm, seriously. <laughs> um, I hate this character so much. I just hate him. He sucks. So much. totally sucks. He seems like he's kind of punk rock and alternative in those dumb flash or flash forwards even in the Batman v Superman. Here, I don't want anything to do with this. I don't want whatever sub Seth Cohen nonsense he's selling. He
0: fucking picks up the hot dog and puts it in his pocket. This guy is an insult to Seth Cohen.
1: Yeah. I guess to give the dogs, but still, fuck this guy. I mean, his soul storyline, again, it reminds me a lot of the cyborg storyline where it's like you have in a in a nine step process you have steps one part of step three a little bit of step seven and then mm-hmm. you're like step nine yeah well they're apparently actually
0: filming the slash movie uh i know that because like ray fisher had to take a big shit on the whole production when it started because he's still bitter um but uh is it is it really gonna be like anytime he uses a speed force like all the glass in a 10 meter radius breaks from his like lightning like is it gonna be like this massive destruction anytime he uses the speed? I because feel like
1: the the people of central city fucking hate the Flash. Yeah,
0: they're like fuck that guy. Uh,
1: I'd rather just be mugged, asshole. <laughs> it was better than the property damage, you piece of shit. Um, also, but that movie though, it's it's the people who are like get horny for like the whole Flashpoint thing are such. Just you have to earn because, it. Like, you
0: can't just start with Flashpoint.
1: No, but I mean the Flashpoint though. To them, it just reads as ooh. We found our reset. Rub our palms yeah. together. I mean like I think I think I read Ben Affleck dropped out which who, who can blame him. But like the like you're like oh how are they going to work uh, Michael Keaton as Batman and a new Supergirl. I mean like, I imagine it will be like Aquaman where it's going to be a massive retweak but but who could I be less excited about about retweaking this character who I hate than the guy who directed those fucking god awful it movies. Those movies are trash. Oh is Such that part who's two. doing that now? Yeah. Yeah. They're trash. Yeah. Um anyway, so some parademons drag some Atlantean soldiers out of the water for Steppenwolf. This scene which is
0: like way too long for like you could have just shown Steppenwolf showing up and stealing the mother box from with his boom tube or whatever in Atlantis and I'd been fine. I didn't need this scene.
1: This this scene almost made sense to me for a moment because I was like, oh yeah, this dude is clad head to toe in six tons of metal. He doesn't need to go underwater, and they show him swimming later. Which, like, but anyway, he's got spiders that force holograms other people's brains. Sure, late. whatever. Oh, here's whatever one of you got to do to move the plot along. It's like Amy Adams. You have an Oscar, right? No, right she doesn't. This movie. That's why
0: she's making but, Hillbilly Elegy. she's just holding Superman's coat or his cape with like the big hole in it. And being sad.
1: Well, but they're not setting it up here because again, everyone's now read the thing where Snack Sider's original thing was that like Batman cucks Superman by fucking. It, and Lois gets Lane her pregnant dead. or something. Yeah. There
0: is a shot of the um the pregnancy test at one point in this movie. I don't think it oh, ever that, comes back though.
1: That shot is goddamn hilarious yeah. when she opens up the thing and the pregnant test is in there. Yeah. It's like it's like a joke that the Russo brothers would do visually on an episode of community. Well, then like, where uh what's his name uh um uh my voice is my passport verify me the episode where he opens up the drawer and like there's the gun and he pulls out the anyway yeah. whatever or diana and bruce they have an awkward scene where they both reach for the computer mouse at the same they're, time they're oh, like you two are not edward and bella
0: they're sitting at this like ultimate gaming machine here yeah and it's like it, it, is this flirting like it just it seems like zach snyder's not interested in in committing to this at all you know it's like ooh awkwardly brushed hands or whatever
1: yeah yeah and we're still I mean, we're still
0: just looking more at this footage of Barry Allen at the convenience store that we saw like 20 minutes ago. Actually, 40 minutes ago. And it's like, we're still just looking at this video and being like, hey, we should talk to that guy, right?
1: I mean, but Diana's dressed like she's glamorous all the time, which mm. is fine. Even when she's at her museum job and when she's like dusting ancient dust all over herself. Uh, ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne plays to me like, this guy has not come in 10 years. Um and when he does it's going to be gross. Uh some more Sad Bastard flashbacks of Cyborg. This is the captain of the football team, certified genius. He hacked into the school's computers, changed his friend's grades, also played football on a snowy night. This is too long. It's all too long. When it like
0: I understand why Ray Fisher would be mad that his parts got cut, but like these are easy cuts, man. Like a lot yeah. of these are really easy cuts, like it, it, it it's in order to make him the heart of your movie with six other characters, many of whom need their own intro and backstory. Like that's just a tall order, man.
1: Well, here's the like. Here's do the we problem, really though.
0: need to see a scene of him playing football?
1: Here's the thing. This happens to so many actors and I, I feel bad for Ray Fisher in a lot of ways, regard partly because the scenes that got cut are the product of a hack.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They were the scenes. Like you said, they're going to get cut. It's, it's, it's a shame for Ray Fisher because this is where he does his work, and Zack Snyder is not the guy to the, to herald him. The things that Ray Fisher is is bringing to light, good for him. I mean, I'm glad that he's owning his truth and getting it out there. If it makes any kind of positive changes, great. Uh, I think proudly announcing that you're not going to ever work with the head of like Warner Brothers, like media, is not going to get you a job. You're going to get fired from the Flash movie. I also think that with all of that his truth is being manipulated by by the toxic fandom and the snyder people it
0: doesn't really seem like they care the, like the snyder cult They're using really him. cares yeah. a whole lot it's, it's like just he's, he's a he's a tool that they can use to get back at warner brothers yeah
1: yes thank you he's he's verbalizing how he was used in one fashion and therefore being used in another fashion and i don't think that this is i i just think in general this movie is rewarding it's kind of fans. yeah yeah. Um, um also it's
0: really weird that like we go right from one car accident scene to another. Like it just it felt weird. It's like back to back, you know, it's like
1: also I have a child. So I chuckled in one of these mini slow mo football scenes mm-hmm. when he's like brushing the dude who's flying over him. The back of his hand is just clearly resting on this guy's nuts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you are a child, yeah.
1: Uh, but but whatever he makes a touchdown, I'm going to Disneyland. Is this college?
0: Is it high school? I couldn't tell. I, I think it know. might be college.
1: I hope so because if he's a high school student, this is extra. Is sad. this is
0: this Gotham Central? It's GCU. This, yeah. Okay. So yeah, he's, he's Gotham.
1: Gotham. Okay. The so GCU would be Gotham Central University, yeah. right? I, I guess okay. so. Yeah. So this is the game right before the field imploded and uh, yes. Bane took the city hostage. Um. Uh, but yeah, the the. The real human drama in this movie before the car crash does not belong in the rest of this movie. This movie does not is not capable of containing well, it's just it. It's like
0: this needs to be in a cyber movie, which you should have made before this movie.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the mom-dad dies, and the dad decides he's going to Frankenstein his kid to save his life. I mean, that's where we are. Yeah. Um, and the dad can't talk to his son, so he records an audio message for him on a, on well, a tape.
0: Victor's <laughs> mad because, I don't know, what what have you done to me? I'm a monster, I guess, is kind of the angst here.
1: Well on on top of the like you were always an absentee dad. Oh and and, and just, mom would be
0: alive if you had showed up to the game somehow, yeah.
1: Or or would you all be dead. Yeah. I mean. But like in general though, it's the mechanism. Like like Miles Dyson's going to pull out like an old tape cassette. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, okay. And it, it's just
0: more exposition basically. But I mean, it's just like these are your powers. Now here's a montage of you using your powers. Uh seemingly on the same set that we're gonna see later, like the Gotham rooftops here that like Batman shows up on.
1: Here's where I've never really gotten the cyber character because when when I remember the cyber character from like the 80s heyday of comics, he basically like he had the metal thing, but he he it was positioned on his body in like an almost like aerobics workout gear-esque fashion. Like I want to say like a headband for a while. He seems but almost general, all
0: machine here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like he's got half a face, mm-hmm. and that's about it. Um, but like this movie like a cyborg movie would be pure body horror um, that seems like an important part of it like his whole body would be phantom limb pains which is a whole other thing um, but yeah on the roof after getting like the pep talk from his dad he realizes he has like Iron Man jets all over his body um, the 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 voiceover is so ridiculous in the world of ones and zeros you are the absolute master he, like, no firewall can stop you no encryption can defy you we are all at your mercy Vic
0: yeah he like kind of goes into the internet or whatever like his like super mind palace and it's like oh. oh look i'm brushing aside nuclear weapons or it's the bull and the bear fighting in front of wall street and then like this all culminates with him like watching it's the thing with the one lady right he's just like watching video of this one lady it's like man her life fucking sucks and it's like mm-hmm. oh i'll throw a hundred large into your bank account there did it it's like okay is that it is that all he did for one person like is this lady just going to get arrested by her bank in two days yeah for like not reporting uh, an incorrect balance
1: i mean this virtual reality landscape is like chilling it's also where vince vaughn died at the end of true detective season two but i mean it's so hacky that the voiceover from miles dyson is like the world is literally in your hands as he looks at his own hand (laughs) too it's it's so on the nose it's just oof yeah uh
0: and and it's 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 clearly too rushed like it's just Like he said, it's like point A, point B, point five, you know, point nine. Like we're just we're skipping all over stuff. Everything feels very kind of trite and um, kind of paint by numbers.
1: Or if you look at the storyboard-esque scenes of that woman's tragic life. Yeah. It's implied that she gets evicted while her while, while her child is still inside the apartment, <laughs> and
0: and it's like I guess of all the people in the world, because Cyborg is like you know he's like omniscient practically now. He decides like, wow, your fucking life is so pathetic that I'll throw some money at you and you alone. Yeah, weird. I mean, not even an hour and a half into this movie.
1: No, because this movie is four and a half days long. Jesus came back to life before this movie's runtime was over. God damn. Um, oh, your
0: boy Billy Crudup's showing up now.
1: Billy Crudup, you can't blame him from dropping out of the Flash movie, but like you gotta imagine he was like, uh, hey, can you uh retroactively take me out of the Snyder Cut? <laughs> he's like, too? here's
0: the thing. Uh, I'm too good for this shit.
1: And 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 Billy Crudup might be a dirtbag in real life, too.
0: I feel like he might be, but uh, I liked him in um uh Spotlight.
1: I mean, like uh yeah, yeah, he's good Spotlight. But uh uh what's her name? Who we was super hot in the West Wing. Like uh I imagine she and her child has some things to say about Billy Crudup. Hmm. Um but yeah, like he he says at one point I am a drag on your life. Yeah, probably. But I mean like this scene makes no sense. Honestly, if I had not seen the Flash TV show. Yeah,
0: I know. I know.
1: <laughs> and like there's so many just like these like wink at the audience lines like I, I can't sit here and watch you run in place. Oh, this baby, is I'm
0: directly afraid. from my notes here. Everything in these flash scenes was done already and done better in the TV show.
1: Yeah. And that's not a great show at all. That's
0: not what I'm saying here. But that was a show that, like, knew what it was and owned it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: not trying to be Um, this weird, like, edgelord shit.
1: It was a cheesy mystery show of sorts. Hmm. Um, We find out that Barry lives in a warehouse that is clearly designed like he's a hacker terrorist. Uh, But Bruce Wayne's broken, is like chilling there watching for him. And this is like the moment, this is where it becomes even more bizarre because they were like, hey, what if we actually do put some. Goofball levity into this dumbass movie that is out of nowhere. It just
0: doesn't work. Like what he's doing with the character is just I, man. Like I just can't remember. I can't imagine anyone like watching the dailies of that at Warner Bros. and being like, "Yeah, this is good." I'd be like,
1: "Fire that guy." But I mean, like the tone's all over the place. But I I argue that Ezra Miller is like tip of the spear of like how confused mm-hmm. the tone is. Um, and and the bit of dialogue here that I I. Would have legitimately if you put like I don't know if you tortured me I would have thought it was Whedon's which is the tell me what are your superpowers again I'm rich that seems like a Joss Whedon it, line but it me. feels like
0: knockoff Iron Man basically
1: yeah yeah but I mean all of this is knockoff yeah. Iron Man so Diana Alfred he has to mansplain making tea to her
0: I guess what this is is that like he's so like butler life butler for life that like he can't like take somebody else making tea i think that's what we're supposed to get from this it's supposed to be funny but it's kind of just like eh.
1: but i mean he's he's hashtag butler for life but he's also hashtag like i don't think that the january 6 insurrectionists did anything wrong like um alfred's working on fancy gauntlets for batman which are
0: they're gonna absorb energy or something whatever yeah
1: yeah, so she tries to Google cyborg which leads a hacker message being like meet here now.
0: She literally like, seems a Wonder Woman googling. I, this That's is what hour I want and for my Wonder Woman. Yeah,
1: yeah. this is an hour and 36 minutes into the movie and I hate it, but I want to say that this might have been like 25 minutes into the theatrical cut. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's all much quicker.
1: Um, And again, I wrote in my notes, Gal Gadot, good actor, bad actor. I can't tell. I think bad. Uh, so, Cyborg is going to bury the mother box in the grave beside his mother. That's, that's, Hitchcock would love that. Um, well, it's it's his grave, I think. Fine. Right? Yeah. Next to his mother. But, like, is he seriously only going to bury it eight inches down? Yeah, really? <laughs> I mean, you might as well just hand it to the pair of demons. I think this is uh, one of the
0: scenes where you can, it was in the weeden cut, it was like the, it it looked really weird and kind of like poor like quality because it was like, they brightened it up way too much because they wanted it to be like brighter than it is here. I don't know if you remember that from the Whedon cut, but like a lot of the nights. It,
1: like, it was a, it was a brighter movie. Yeah. It didn't look like uh, uh the attack on Winterfell in Game of Thrones. Yeah. um, But it was, it was clearly
0: done like after the fact with like color correction instead of like, they lit the scene that way.
1: Right. Right. Which always looks bad. Yeah. Uh, again Ryan Choi has some of the worst lines like like you're looking at the hottest thing on earth Some some same thing yeah. you said in my prom day yeah oof so, so the Star Labs nonsense is nonsense um, the pair of demons attack Silas which is the uh, Joe Morton character I like Joe Morton a lot I mean talk about an actor that I just he has such incredible goodwill of me and I feel so bad for him being in this movie he's
0: really doing all the work he can to like make this whole father son tension work it wouldn't yeah. like they have so few scenes together you know
1: yeah. Um, but the parademon eventually attacks Silas, which honestly saves him from having to clean up after one of Victor's temper tantrums. I,
0: yeah, I guess that's what's happened. that uh, Cyborg just like got mad and smashed some shit.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh meanwhile, Commissioner Gordon and Gotham, tell me again why JK Simmons needed to get fucking jacked <laughs> Seriously, for this role.
0: Why? Why did he get jacked for this role? Why does he have this weird hair also?
1: Um yeah. Uh, he just does he just throw away all of his messages on the regular? Because that's not cool I to feel me. Like, that's like irresponsible. This just feels like one of those things where you're like, you know what, we could
0: save some money by not casting a commissioner Gordon. We don't really need Nick Gordon in this movie. You know, no. considering everything's going on, you don't need Gordon. You can, you just have no. Batman. That's really all you need from the Gotham part of
1: things. You don't need to introduce like like the bulk of the Justice League to Commissioner Gordon he doesn't matter to this well, movie like, once what one iota
0: not only Gordon but like Gordon's like partner or sergeant whoever this other dude is like like why why is this multiple speaking parts for it's like oh look the Parademon kind of looks like Batman basically
2: yeah
1: well but so the whole universe they've set up because they they have their like Frank Miller-esque like jerk off notions for this universe that they've had to like tweak don't make any sense you have the pair of demons look like Batman sightings. Commissioner Gordon wants to give Batman the benefit of the doubt. There is the Bat signal, which is fine. That's one Batman universe. That's one tone. But in this universe, Batman v Superman told us that Batman is basically a roided out psychopath who breaks bones and brands criminals. Gordon should fucking hate this guy.
0: Yeah, but now he's affable, nice Batman suddenly. Yeah.
1: This whole universe is for psychopaths. Uh um, also- I I don't know
0: if you remember, like there's a lot of uh, kind of analysis of like the early prequels about like the landing pad scenes, like the uh, Star Wars prequels and how like now that they could show ships landing, there's like way too many landing pad scenes and it's like you didn't really need it. You could have just shown the the thing landed. Like, do we need to see a scene of Bruce Wayne unloading his like cool sports car from his plane? Like, was that really necessary to show? Oh, yes, he brought the car with him.
1: I mean, there's something... Not this movie's doing that, but there's something in about the, the metaphorical like arriving from one part of the journey into the next plateau of the story. But blah blah blah. blah. But everything but, yeah. looks
0: the same. It's like oh, you're back yeah. to the same well, but, dreary place you left.
1: So Central City is a flight away, is what we know.
0: Sure, whatever. It, it all looks yeah. the same. It's not like it's it's not like you could watch a, a frame for this movie and be like, oh man, that must be Metropolis.
1: Well, but but speaking of 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 murky uh, semiotics, oh, yeah. Atlantis. Mary Allen is like, oh, there's your bat signal. That's that's your thing. And it's like, really? Can you recognize that like poorly designed blob in the sky? I, know, the,
0: they- I gotta say, the one in the Dark Knight was even more of a slash in the sky than that thing is. You think so? the The, the, the bat signal in the Dark Knight was like, it was very impressionistic. I would say.
1: I would say this is a weak ass Rorschach blot in the night. Well, it's sky. like it's
0: like the fat Batman logo.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Atlantean mother box there's Mara she swims around again she huffs out pockets of her own air for people to talk to like, do all Atlanteans just, have this power well it seems like otherwise they're just yelping at each other underwater like, I mean, oh,
0: in, oh. in the Aquaman movie they just talk underwater and it's fine like you just it's like sure I'll go with it yeah rather yeah. than seeing him have to stop and make a fucking pocket of well, air every time they want to communicate
1: in this movie I have no sense of like what are the physical differences from him being half human, half Atlantean? Because they're above ground later. Yeah. They're breathing air, seemingly. Um, So Steppenwolf shows up. He swims super fast. He growls at people underwater. Does he not breathe? Mira's got a British accent.
0: Yeah, it's not like he's got like a rebreather on or anything. It's like, okay, sure.
1: Also, this guy's got to weigh like 45,000 pounds.
0: And he murders everyone except for Mira. That's convenient, but yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean Aquaman shows and rescues her, and we get to watch have two men have a computer-based underwater cat fight, which is the most boring thing I can imagine. Steppenwolf gets the mother box and disappears. There's
0: so much action in this movie that's so boring. Like, yeah. and it, I don't know, a lot of the Marvel movies, the action's not super exciting there either. But at least it's like it's kind of inventive, and it's like they're always looking to like do something neat and new with the powers. And this is just a lot of like throwing each other into rocks and pillars and buildings and stuff.
1: Again, I don't know. I haven't seen the Aquaman movie because why would I go see that? I, it looks dumb as shit to me, but like, I don't understand what's going on with their society here. Mera and Aquaman talk. She seems to be anti-queen, and then suddenly she turns on the dime and She's defending the queen, and she talks to this dude who's basically a jacked hobo with a chip on his shoulder.
0: This is all I have to say about the Aquaman movie. Uh, Patrick Wilson is in that movie. Mm. Can you guess that he turns out to be evil?
1: Yeah. yeah. Patrick Wilson is always going to be the guy from Hard Candy with me. Yeah. Yeah. For- mm-hmm. Always
0: 100%. Always. Uh,
1: so good on you, Elliot Page, for uh, recognizing it before the rest of us. <laughs> um, again, Cyborg's dad discovers that his or dad's been taken. I, I feel like the theatrical cut got us here in 35 minutes. Yeah. Uh, we're in Russia. There's two mother boxes. This is almost two hours, not even two hours. I don't know. An hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. Another totally unnecessary conversation with the sod the gross shield like plasma gunk
0: more more shield. shoving mother boxes into a thing and, and more weird alien tech
1: yeah which that shield comes down in three seconds when the justice league shows up later so what the fuck's the point of that uh part four change machine fuck you um we're now on the rooftops of Gotham of gordon and batman wonder woman flash also Cyborg. All just
0: looks like Zack snyder like doing like uh like comic book covers basically it's just a lot of poses of like well, wanted, Batman, you know, up high looking up at him lightning in the background.
1: Yeah, I want JK Simmons to be like, you all look silly. Mm-hmm. You look very silly. I cannot stand this flash outfit, by the way. No, It, it might sucks. be the worst defined. Also, where does Aquaman get his his gear? I know it's supposedly at the end of the Aquaman movie, he has like the actual Aquaman outfit. I think he gets
0: like, the Trident. Yeah, I think he has the outfit at the end of the movie.
1: But where does he get this particular set of
0: armor? Oh, does he show up here?
1: He's well, not here, but somewhere. Somewhere he's got armor. Where does he get that from? Who knows? Um. So they go to some island between Gotham Metropolis, which is like. (sighs) I really, I really wanted
0: um, Gordon here to make some sort of joke about like is your thing just all standing in a line because he seemed to do that a lot. Yeah, it's like you're posing.
1: Um, you know, action movies. There's a very real argument that they're spectacle over substance. This movie has no substance and it has no spectacle. We're going to like an underground—I don't even know—like industrial thing for a fight. It looks so dumb. Just everything, it's everything cool. in this
0: movie is just like abandoned warehouses and shit. It's so blah.
1: It 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 might as well be a CW show yeah. shot in Toronto. Um, but again, here we're gearing up for action. The four of them are going to get there. There's this ridiculous metal riff. Um, so one
0: of the like few moments that kind of worked in the theatrical cut was the whole Batman telling the flash he's flash like i don't know what to do and he's like save one person yeah you know it's like it's at least hey look at that a little character beat and it's simple and it's short and it gives the flash something to do in this scene and that's gone of course
1: i don't want to defend the guy but he's he's a he's a script doctor like he knows how to get those moments um but instead we get like a super boring shot of these heroes walking up a staircase at one point which is what i want to see there's a lot of them walking up
0: staircases and it's like is like we're just we're just gonna keep watching these people go upstairs okay that's cool well,
1: and, and we get this exchange cyborg says i heard about you didn't think you were real and batman says i'm real when it's useful
0: wow what does that mean <laughs> good job chris terry i really nailed that dialogue
1: <laughs> also you might have heard about me i'm breaking spines on the front page of gotham city for the last 20 years oh i can't remember that's way i can come have we
0: got to the anti-life equation yet or is that after this i don't i think know it's there. after this Anyways, incredibly long, boring fight scene in this, like, water treatment plant or whatever this is that ultimately just ends in, like, uh, I think they, they just get away, right? Like, Steppenwolf yeah. kind of kicks their asses but leaves.
1: He's, he's been interrogating, like, people who, who have the stink yeah. of a mother box on them, which, is, again, sounds filthy. Get Wonder Woman um, has
0: to do her. I, I bow to no online or whatever she has here.
1: This seven-year-old me would be so fucking depressed seeing whatever the state of the toys from this movie. Yeah, was. really?
0: Do they even make toys for this movie?
1: I hope not. It's like it's like your parents are like, "Hey, kid, I hate you." <laughs> Batman
0: has this like stupid armored tank walker thing that he rolls in on, and then it, like so it fails, dumb. and then like Cyborg like soups it up with his Cyborg powers, and I don't know. It's it's just it's not fun. Like it's just well, not enjoyable. He does, it, he,
1: he does it again for like the flying thing. Yeah. Which is like, do that once.
0: Do that once. (laughs) It's just the same beats over and over again. Like, couldn't make a decision. And it's just like, it's not particularly fun to watch Batman just like inside this giant, like, hulking tank thing that looks like it's out of, like, an Alien versus Predator movie. And he's just, like, blowing parademons away with machine guns. It's like, this isn't the Batman I want.
1: No, not not one iota. Also, just generally in the sequence, spatially, I have no idea what's going on here. No,
0: no, it's just... At one point, Flash is running around and he boinks the sword into Wonder Woman's hand and then trips and falls.
1: I mean, it's like, there's a scene of Joe Morton and, like, Cyborg after Joe Morton is safe. And I just think, like, as an actor who's used to working with other actors, this had to be so depressing. Like, what direction did he even give to people? Yeah. Um Wolf catches, like, a missile in midair. Um, It's like... Why would you? I don't. Know, in general, why would you paint this character as being more badass than Dark Side? Yeah,
0: because we really don't see Darkseid Side do a ton, except in the one flashback.
1: But it seems like he kind of is. Um, yeah, Aquaman shows up. The thing is Aquaman finally shows up
0: to be like, "Hey, look, I have water powers." Even though it seems like he uh, could have kept that water back.
1: He, yeah, he was really. I mean. Good my understanding and I, I could be wrong but i feel like the best thing the comics ever do is they do not explain the anti-life equation in this whatever we're supposed to think that our dark side's super horny for it that needs some some explanation just, it in made movie. no
0: sense to me because like we saw dark side show up and it's like oh by the way he has these three mother boxes that uh, are perfect for his goal of like destroying planets and it's like well that's convenient he just had those i guess but then like he, he's really looking for this anti-life equation it's like why do you need that
1: like, and I think that they ultimately are just like the, the laser beams that shoot out of his eyes but they never shoot like point A to point B they like bounce around and eventually hit their target because that's that's how Batman dies one of the times Batman dies well, and, it's as though Darkseid
0: forgot what planet he was on when he got defeated that
1: one time Yeah, and he's like oh that place oh fuck I I feel bad for I know they canceled like the Aquaman spinoff movie, which I couldn't have cared less about. But the Ava DuVernay, oh Tom the new King gods movie. Well, it's like presumably would have legitimized or fixed all of this nonsense because that would have been, I, I guess, a part of it would be like how would you even like, like reconcile it with this? Because that would have been super dark side heavy. Presumably,
2: mm-hmm.
1: they are the primary antagonists of dark side. Is the new gods whatever? So Steppenwolf's like, hey, hey, DeSaud, I've got the anti-life equation, yada, yada, yada. Does he have it or does he just
0: know it's on Earth?
1: Or is he just saying that? And I don't know.
0: I I, I I was so lost at this point. I'm like, wait, what the fuck is the anti-life equation? Why does that matter? I thought the mother boxes were the thing we need to worry about here.
1: Yeah. Which MacGuffin is the yeah. MacGuffin? Uh, so Justin Lee Crew gets back to Batman's lair. It's not the Batcave, um, which I want to say in the theatrical cut, they had some, like, interesting like, uh, Avengers esque, like the, the angry argument, you know, like you're not the guy right, who like right. lays his body down on the wires mm-hmm. scene. Like they had that in that movie. I feel like the, the theatrical cut had some some variation of that here. One
0: more thing about the anti life equation. Like, why was Darkseid on Earth in the first place? He 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 was just there randomly like pillaging. He didn't realize that like this thing he sought this whole time was there too. Like it's just it's so out of nowhere. It's like it, it baffles me.
1: Yeah. I mean, have you actually read like the the plans for like Justice League two and three? Nope. They're they're pretty depressing and and uh, uh, dystopian and there's no way you can't get whiffs of Endgame in them because mm-hmm. it involves the whole fucking nightmare thing and like changing the timeline. Sure. Anyway, um, out of nowhere in the sequence of them all getting hostile with each other, Aquaman is like, "How do we know you're not working with them, bud?" To cyborg. And it's like, who invited you, asshole? Yeah, really. Um, also, did it feel so like, to... um,
0: like Bruce Wayne was like really horny to get credit in this movie for bringing Justice League together? Oh yeah, absolutely. He just wants like a, a gold star and like a, a fucking trophy for it the whole time.
1: And then he wants to die. Like at the end yeah. of the movie, when they get, to I think Russia, that's just he's, ben desperate, he's desperate to get mm-hmm. killed off. Um, there's like a fucking flashback to like 1994. the last mother box in europe is there oh right no it's like
0: the nazis found this thing 44 yeah sorry
1: yeah um somehow this all dovetails into like cyborg origin story they're a change machine they change like the states of matter and somehow they're all just like superman we gotta get superman back in this movie
0: (laughs) yeah they're like all right that's enough of your story that should have been its own movie Let's all just say that we need Superman back now. Like we haven't really mentioned Superman much, like for two hours no. of this movie. But uh, oh yeah, well, remember him?
1: I I feel like Henry Cavill got the script, searched it, and he's like, "Wow, I'm in literally 20 pages of it, huh? Great." There's just there's all the shit that's happening in this movie. There's just like there's
0: no room to do a, a Death and Return of Superman story. Like it's just it's too much. But
1: I I feel like that has been a mandate. Yeah,
0: they've from been trying to do it brothers. forever.
1: Since so they killed off well, Superman, you know, look
0: movies. at look at what happened when fucking Fox kept forcing like the Dark Phoenix plotline. You can't fucking rush that shit. You have to earn it, or it's gonna suck yeah. every single time.
1: Yeah, which is which makes me kind of. I mean, like whatever. They're dumb comic book movies in general, but they're they're the they're the opium of the masses. I'm kind of glad that they're just like. We're gonna take our time on the X Yeah, yeah, that's that's fine. Take your time. No, no rush. Mm-hmm. You, you get a little little Madripoor for you. Maybe we'll do something in Doctor Strange too. But chill, you, cool your fucking jets. Mm-hmm. Um, this fucking dumbass scene where Martha Kent shows up at Lois Lane's place.
0: I think they cut the line where she says she's thirsty or something like that. That was in the theatrical cut. Mm. I, I remember that people hated that. They're like, oh my god, Lois Lane's making a joke about sex. We can't have that um no, why didn't. why is the martian manhunter impersonating martha kent to like get lois lane back in the game of being a reporter for the daily planet why <sighs> makes no because, sense because he wanted martian manhunter in the movie i don't know
1: well but like this wasn't even supposed to be martian manhunter it was supposed to be a green lantern yeah well they, they wanted the, the fucking... cameo at
0: the end to be green lantern but like why is the martian but, manhunter here
1: but, I mean, I, I think this was also reverse-engineered to be Martian Manhunter, even though they, they claim that the guy, you know, the Henry Henry Harry yeah. Lennox, has been Martian Manhunter. It's like, I think they still wanted that to be Green Lantern too, because, but, like, it's not like he ties into the final battle. It makes which, no sense. Like, this whole scene is I mean,
0: baffling, and it's like, it just feels like this is something like the Snyder cultists will eat up, because it's like, oh my god, they put the character on screen, yay, when it's like, well, he didn't really earn any of that. It doesn't make any sense in the plot or anything.
1: But there are certain... Second entries in movie series that I will defend despite their flaws, like Quantum of Solace, mm-hmm. like you're, Age of Ultron. You're
0: on that island, underground
1: uh Like Age of Ultron. And I would argue that one of the things that to me works in Age of Ultron is like the introduction of vision. Oh, yeah. Totally. And I, f- I feel like that when he hands Thor the hammer, that fucking landed. I mean, the Ultron
0: definitely has its flaws as a movie, but like the amount of scaffolding and work that's going on in that movie to set stuff up is it's, it doesn't all hold up, but so much of it does like, it's pretty impressive. Like it was still resonating through like WandaVision.
1: Yeah. 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 But I, I feel like that has its echoes here where again, they were like step one, step five, mm-hmm. step C a, you know, like, like the
0: Martian man, has got to give Lois Lane a peck talk as Martha Kent. And you're like, Why? Yeah. why I, I don't understand why is this scene in the movie why is why is it important to Martian Manhunter or his alter ego like the joint chiefs of staff or whatever to be yeah, like yeah. I need you reporting again Lois Lane
1: yeah also if I could objectify one second Diane Lane is way too hot for this role
0: it's Martha Kent
1: yeah okay um but I I I thought the scene at the beginning of the theatrical cut just like was bad for a movie that's secretly obsessed with Superman.
0: Oh, the like Superman talking to people like, like, on a phone camera. But or I, I
1: kind of feel like I get that scene now. I get why you needed that. Well, scene. He, 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 you let Henry Cavill smile. Yeah, yeah. My you God, let him so be actual smiles? Superman. Yeah. I mean, if it wasn't for his disgusting upper lip, like I I especially like I think i think joss whedon got it's like though no, the snyder cut doesn't have superman like even mentioned for over two hours in the fucking movie mm-hmm. why don't we put something
0: he wanted beginning? to like make people think like hey you like superman right like you're gonna be excited when superman comes back
1: but also like in that previous movie bruce wayne fucking hates that guy into the end <laughs> like i feel like he dialed up the bruce wayne specifically feeling guilt for his part in superman's death mm-hmm which is not as much here. Um, no, because this
0: movie is just all over the place. There's n- no decisions made.
1: We're still talking about this movie. I know. Um, I know. Anyways, the delays are, oh, you know, fuck you, Bechdel test. They're still commiserating how much they miss Clark Kent, blah, blah, blah. Marfa wants Lowe to start living again. She shapeshifts in the March, man. blah, blah, blah. Uh, this guy was great on dollhouse, by the way. Um, oh yeah. Uh, especially the end of dollhouse. Uh, anyway. The heroes are all discussing using the mother box. The resurrect like Superman. They activate the box. The bad guys will sense it. They'll come and get it. Um, Batman reasons that the plot holes in this movie that means that Superman is important and was the reason for all this bad shit happening. And then he's like suddenly gung ho as fuck about getting Superman alive at all costs. Just, just part five, baby. It's just
0: they're just like the Cyborg has. Here's my origin story with this mother box. Anyway, it like. It does stuff to like, you know, life or whatever. Hey, we can just resurrect Superman. You're like, okay, okay.
1: Yeah.
2: I
0: don't really follow Part that for sure.
1: All the, all the King's horses. I I hope that in every job interview for a new script, Chris Terrio is honest where he's like, I'm dog shit at characters. Where's my strength lie as a screenwriter? Oh, well, I wrote Argo, fuck yourself. That's what I do.
0: Friend of Ben. Yeah. Uh, so we get the graveyard scene, which like almost manages to be a decent scene actually have characters talking to each other and not just about the plot.
1: I feel like you have police guarding the Memorial. Okay. I kind of feel like you would possibly like, if I was a corporation who was interested in like science, I would have stolen Superman skeleton a long time ago.
0: Well, they don't know that this is Clark Kent's body. This isn't Superman's body.
1: Okay. But it's the same
0: thing. No, but I know. But like, Nobody knows that Clark Kent is Superman, so Clark Kent was buried out here in the fields in Smallville.
1: Where do they think that uh, Superman's body went then?
0: Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I'm sure somebody would be curious about that, yeah.
1: Didn't we see like a massive state funeral for him in the end of Batman uh Superman? Where do they think the fucking body
0: went? Yeah, I don't know.
1: You can't tell me that Martha Kent and Lois Lane spirited away in the night. Whatever. Um, We break down these like dumbass character moments. Um, and you could tell that they thought they had a slam dunk here, which, man, what a what a miss. Uh, Cyborg and Flash have a one-off moment how Superman was their hero. And they, they could do this super fast, but they won't. Because it's not like time is of the essence or anything. Yeah, I really. Um, and this is the moment I talked about where Wonder Woman's like, wow, look at us, an <laughs> Amazon and a half Atlantean talking for the first time in a thousand years. And they're so flat. And their history is so poorly spelt out. Half of uh,
0: the characterization of Aquaman in this is just like, he has a flask you know and, he, well, and he's well, offering booze occasionally
1: and not even in a, in a fun spike needs some courage way uh but th- this is the exchange you know i hate atlanteans as much as you amazons do and she's like uh hate is useless and he's like fuck you then he just says
0: <laughs> yep and offers her a drink
1: <laughs> And then it's Andrew so bad like, like the dialogue is so bad and, and and again i'm on record i agree with everyone the whole flash falling on wonder woman is gross but it's clearly like in the text where Ezra Miller's like talking about his like creepy. He's like ass horny for Wonder crush. woman, yeah. Yeah. Um and Alfred's like, you know, hey Batman, you put together a team, but this is straight up sci-fi necromancy. And I accuses Bruce of letting his guilt overcome his reasons. And Bruce is like, nah, bro, this is my faith overriding my reason. And I want Alfred to be like, that's worse. <laughs> yeah, really.
0: And there's also <laughs> this plot line of like, hey, you need to fix
1: the autopilot
0: on your thing. Oh, wait, that's the Dark Knight Rises. Shit, why is this plot line still in the movie?
1: Well, so in my notes, I misheard and I wrote down, no, my hope is is overriding my reason here. And I was like, no, no, no. That's not what the movie's doing. Though that would make sense because, canonically, Superman's S-Shield means, means hope, hope yeah. and Kryptonian. Mm-hmm. Like, that would that would be a fun play on this. But no. No, no, no. The movie's not doing that. So, whatever. They sneak into Star Labs, which... This is long. I remember this being just, way too long in the theatrical cut, too. Yeah,
0: it's just, it's just too much. It's like, what 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 are you doing, movie? Like, pick one storyline and go with it.
1: Well, the... The sequence with like the Flash driving the truck while like uh, like Mission Impossible one esque cyborgs hacking the thing. yeah we got to do the like,
0: whole like oh you gotta knock list. he's got to hack yeah. in yeah he's got to get him on the, the the list so the Flash doesn't get caught it's like you're the Flash by the way like I
1: don't
0: yeah. know yeah just <laughs> carry over and in like super speed.
1: I don't know what the the cultural conversation thirty years later is about the first Mission Impossible movie, but I find that I hear people talk about knockless all the time, and they get it. And McFan I find and that Nockless. fascinating. That that's that, thats a detail that, like, that
0: movie has that movie persisted. slaps.
1: That movie's great.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's really horny. Movie,
1: yeah. Oh, it's so horny. Oh, the uh, uh, Claire. Oh mm-hmm. shit. Oh shit. Uh, anyway, um, he fucks her, right? I think they have sex. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, off-screen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, Silas is sure that it's a false alarm. Victor shows up. There's a bro knot between father and son. I want this to be over as bad as possible. Uh, we go to Superman's ship. There's a dead body. There's a mother box. Was there a dummy of what's-his-name's body in the theatrical cut? Uh, uh, Michael Shannon? Maybe. Was that yeah, yeah. I, th- I, think, I think
0: I remember that, yeah. Maybe it's was Batman versus ben Superman. Batman versus Superman, yeah.
1: Anyway, Amy Adams can't sleep because of grief or whatever. She's like, God, i got to regret it. She's going to be up all night. She opens a night. drawer. This is where she opens the drawer. The reporter badge is there, but it's sitting on top of the pregnancy test.
0: And then she just reaches past it for her vibrator. But but,
1: but they like cut back to it again to make sure you see that thing. And the brand is Force, Force Majeure. Majeure. Yes. <laughs> so dumb.
0: Oh, it's so cringy. It's it's like feels which, like like you're reading somebody's MySpace blog or something.
1: Which again just reminded me of the uh, the community bottle episode <laughs> with the uh, Shirley. like <laughs> you know, girl. <laughs> anyway um they put superman's body in water it looks like muddy piss a picture of kevin buried costner with off. the
0: photo of his psychotic father kevin costner
1: <laughs> which they rewrite his character in this movie
0: i i needed another like kind of vision scene of superman talking to to pa kent there as kevin costner he's like clearly a serial killer Um yeah, but just yeah. like telling him like humanity's worthless and he should let them all die
1: well like Culturally, what the fuck happened to Kevin Costner? Because how did he go from Robin Hood, Dances of Wolves, to Mr. You know, having well, yeah, like to like and like basically he plays Mr. Brooks and everything <laughs> now, right? I think if I found he might be that
0: Yellowstone show. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. He's either with um,
0: horses or he's Mr. Brooks.
1: There's like a flashback to Yellowstone. It's like a prequel. Anyway. Uh Lois revisits the Supreme Memorial again. It's blocked by police barricades. Why? I mean, did the did the Metropolis police kill an unarmed black child there? I'm sure they did. Um, Barry's gonna run really fast in the mother box and like shoot electrical juice in it to wake it up. I just want to say that again. He's going to shoot his juice into the mother he box. Also
0: does this twice in the movie?
1: Yeah, yeah. This is this all he can do? Mm-hmm. Um, we get a confusing as fuck apocalyptic flash forward where Diana's dead on a funeral pyre. Mother it's, watches. This just, just feels like
0: oh, I had a cool idea for like an, an image. It's it's Diana with like coins on her eyes and on a funeral pyre. That'd be cool. I'll put it in the movie.
1: I mean, the the whole thing about like God grant the the confidence of a white man mm-hmm. to, to people like Zack Snyder must wake up in the morning and think he is metal as fuck. What what um, like
0: charred body is Superman holding here? It's like Dark I think walks up behind him.
1: I think it's supposed to be Lois. Oh, right it's
0: supposed to the- be Lois. Who's like fucking incinerated? She's like Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru
2: here.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean the the the. Imagery is is Batman in his arms from the end of Final Crisis by Grant Morrison, which is a play on Superman holding dead Supergirl from the first Crisis on the Infinite Earths. But I think in the if, if Batman's not cucking him, this is supposed to be dead Lois Lane. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so you can't. but. but my problem here, so many problems here. You see full face Henry Cavill here. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't do that until he's alive again. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But you're considering when they dunk him in the piss, they make sure not to show you his his decayed yeah. face. I just so remember no my my notes at
0: this part is I'm I'm like oh, I think fuck they're at least gonna like go revise Superman just so like something will happen in this movie. You
2: know,
1: it's yeah.
0: like oh hey Superman's coming back. At least we're building to something.
1: Yeah. I specifically did not go back and listen to our episode about the theatrical cut because I don't want to hear myself ever talk but like I feel like I'm making myself like that version of this movie so much more as we watch this no, the other
0: version that. is terrible as well it's just but it's gotta be better than this yeah
1: I mean like I look at individual things that I still remember two years later and I'm like yeah those I, mean, I, I guess
0: if I could say there's one thing this movie does better visually it's I don't like the visual style but at least it isn't like color corrected into oblivion the way the yeah. theatrical cut is. So I can give it that.
1: I mean, if you like gray, yeah, this is your fucking shit. Uh, so the slow mo stuff is Barry runs like a fucking spaz to the falling mother box. So fucking
0: goofy. I just, like, I, I just I want to be there, the fly on the wall, and like the Warner Brothers executives, and they first see it like the dailies of him running. They're like, <laughs> uh, what is that? Does, does he is that is he doing a thing or is that how he runs?
1: Have you never run before? Yeah. What what is currently up your ass? Um, the computer, which is which is against all of this, which is which is so meta and all over the place, is like the future has taken root in the present. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, computer? Mm-hmm. Like, it's so heavy-handed.
0: Um, so anyways, Clark wakes up. He flies up into the sky. The Deuce of Jesus poses, and this cop just immediately pulls his gun out when he sees this. Yeah, <laughs> typical fucking cop.
1: So the heroes show up at least like Diana, Aquaman, Cyborg and Flash. Uh, Superman starts like analyzing and scanning them for weaknesses. He's ready to fuck them up. This is like one of the few scenes I remember from the theatrical cut. So this is the scene that I remember specifically from the theatrical cut because in retrospect, I think it's dumb, but it's smart. Is that, do you remember that there's a whole thing where Batman keeps contacting Alfred and he's like, I've got a Hail Mary plan. I've right, right plan yeah. B. And it's to bring Lois. To bring
0: Lois instead of she just randomly is there in this movie.
1: Because it's like the most Batman thing that he does in that yeah. fucking movie. Uh-huh. It's like he gets people and knows how was, to hack them, even though he's not part of them. Was you the
0: scene where like, Superman does like uh, X ray vision at like their gross skeletons? Was that in the theatrical cut?
1: I think so. Was it? I
0: okay. So. Yeah. It's awful. I
1: would have thought that the uh, the thing where he turns and looks at Barry was a Joss Whedon really, Yeah,
0: Really? That, yeah. That, you would have expected that, but it's still here.
1: But poor, poor like you said, poor Gal Godot, who I don't think is a good actor. Has to tell the audience he's confused. He doesn't know who he is. He thinks that we're threats. Oh, also because Victor just shot a missile at him. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's, uh, it's yeah. like self defense protocols are taking over or something. Which I feel like it's the only time in the movie where it's like, wait, what? You have like weird computer protocols that can control you or something? That's confusing.
1: Yeah. Well, so I've only ever watched one episode of The Tudors
0: because
1: mm-hmm. um, John Francis Myers freaks me out.
0: I watched, like, two I seasons
1: of it. Really? Why? Uh, I don't know.
0: I think I just wanted to see Anvil in get the old uh, whack.
1: Is she Nellie Dormer? Yeah. I, I I feel like I have a reasonable Nellie Dormer crush that's not spelt out in, like, mm. her work. Okay. Like, she's in Game of Thrones. She's in Hunger Games. But, like, I feel like there's a Nally Dormissance that we've missed out on. Like, why is she not working more? She
0: should. Well, she's on, like, what, Penny Dreadful? Or I think she's on the new Penny Dreadful.
1: Who, who watches Penny Dreadful?
0: Uh, people, supposedly it's good. I don't know. I've it's a, a but, world I have not uh, visited. But.
1: Well, so the first episode of that show, Jonathan Rhys Myers is like like in the pantheon of like dudes I would not set my drink down around, and yet somehow like one of his best bros is Henry Cavill, who's like a creepy ass rapist in that show. He's like he's just like one of his young bro
0: like lords or whatever who like. He becomes very traditional. Like, he, he just starts out where he's like just having sex all over the place. And and then like, he like becomes like, like the kind of like conservative guy as he gets older.
1: But I feel like he's Chuck Bassing some girl in the first episode, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that's my hot take on what I remember of the Tudor's pilot, is it's basically the first episode of Gossip Girl. Mm-hmm. But like, that was my take on Henry Cavill for a while. And I was like, oh, you're casting that guy as Superman. And again, Henry Cavill could have been Superman, like a real Superman. I mean, he... he
0: He's good. You see the, him in The Witcher. Witcher. He's like, like oh him. look, he's he has a fun personality. We, he's smiling yeah, we, and we, cracking we, jokes.
1: We like this guy. Yeah. In real life, he's like a jacked nerd who plays games and builds his computers or whatever, whatever. But like in this scene, he makes
0: creep face. It really seems like Snyder would rather be making the boys and like doing Homelander. Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. like creepy laser eyes, like murder well, stare. It,
1: and this is the only the only praise I have, of Ezra Miller. He makes a pretty funny freaked out face here
0: it's he's just too goofy for me like everything about him is like so spazzy goofball that it's just like i can't believe you're making a movie with this guy this is the flash
1: yeah i mean especially since this is a movie where it's like Batman man is horny to like snap spines mm-hmm. like bane does um and you just you can't have any fun in a movie where you also have jared Leto. god damn which that's still coming you're going to hear about that in one hour mm-hmm. from this podcast god damn we're still going yeah if this you're still
0: listening podcast, i'm sorry um you should probably just stop
1: just just drop your venmo in the yeah. in the, the chat and we'll uh we'll send you some cash uh actually yeah if you listen to this whole thing i feel like you get a coupon to be a guest host <laughs> <laughs> anyway um whatever I like Batman shows up Superman's fucking pissed I wanted one of these soldiers to be like wow Batman you look extra silly in the daylight (laughs) yeah really
0: and so he's Uh, trying to like vaporize Batman but Batman has like a special gauntlets that you know came up earlier and then just out of nowhere Lois Lane's just like hey Clark stop and it's like oh that was convenient that she just comes here every day
1: yeah to give one cop Hmm. a cup of coffee as she goes where she's not going to work where's she going each day what is her what is her grief route to the city anyway
0: batman or superman the, and lois fly off the rest oh, of these but dudes, as the
1: others are re, as a recovering aquaman get i can't I keep saying aquaman because i'm drinking aquaman gives flash this angry point like what is he mad to flash for like juice in the box
0: yeah i don't know what this point means he's it's like you you did this or i told you i don't know it's like how, how? he didn't want him well, to do the energy charge up to resurrect superman who knows and then boom tube time seven will shows up and is just like yoink yeah goes inside and we it's basically just like terminator two again uh got to be careful about uh being inside uh places that are gonna blow up joe morton
1: yeah
0: he just like vaporizes <laughs> himself and it's like i think later you're like oh there was a point to that but in the moment it really just seems like he's trying to destroy the mother box and it's like yeah that didn't work
1: just yeah, vaporize
0: yourself yeah. for nothing dipshit
1: and i and I only—I don't know what else Joe Morton's in besides one episode of the X Files, which is pretty weak. Um, but I like this guy a lot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, Aquaman's like the guy on the team wants to point out what a shitty idea all this is—not um, just the Superman res- resurrection plan, but you know this whole movie. Um, also, so so blah blah blah. We found out that the whole in thing. Speed. Wh- who's he in Speed? He is
0: one of their cops, I believe.
1: Oh, it's like SWAT team? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I've seen that movie like twice. Really? It's been, it's been like 15 years Whedon. at least. Yeah, yeah. Did a big uh, credited screenwrite on that, That's, right?
0: That used to be his claim to fame before Buffy. Was, so he was like script doctor guy, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, script writer or script doctor on the first X-Men movie.
0: But really, maybe that would have been the best for him in some ways. Like he, he would have kept his ego in check. Perhaps, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Because he was never, he was rarely, ever
0: rarely got the credit. Yeah.
1: Because, like, well, and also, like, the the story, whatever. It's a fucking tangent. I'm sorry, but the story about how pissed off he was about Halle Berry's like line reading of one of his lines kind of gets at the heart of his. uh How'd you describe it? Like his little, his, his little exercises, his hubris. Because like the whole thing about like what happens to a toad when it's struck mm-hmm. by lightning, and she's like the same thing that happens. You know, whatever. But like it's supposed to be like, yeah, the same it's thing supposed happens to be tossed else. off. Yeah. But you know, just yeah. just own a bad line, you know. But also, don't write a line that's supposed to be tossed off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if <laughs> I mean, you're like not if directing the movie,
0: shit, why are you writing in a bunch of Wheatonisms for really? If
1: you don't give a shit, maybe the audience won't. Mm-hmm. Anyway. We find out that Silas superheated the core of the box to give it a thermal marker to wherever the box is. But I feel like with all the gnarly shit that Steppenwolf has done for this part of Russia, wouldn't this show up under a satellite's watchful eye, especially since Bruce Wayne admits that he has sick. Yeah,
0: you, you would think, so, like, we don't really need to know where he's going. There's, like, this entire town in Chernobyl he's taken over. So we, we Which got it.
1: they tell us is right outside of Moscow. Mm-hmm. So I feel like people know Anyway, we actually get someone to say, let's go find the son of a bitch. Part six, something darker. Give me a fucking break.
0: God. We're already in part six, huh?
1: Yeah. So Superman flies to the Kent family farm of Lois. She's glad he remembers his home. Uh, did they fly, fly like,
0: straight there? And how far away is Smallville from Metropolis?
1: It should be in the same well, okay.
0: Like she hasn't like frozen to death or whatever, you
1: know. Seriously. It's it should be implied kind of sorta of, that Metropolis is Somewhere in Kansas or Kansas adjacent. It, that
0: that does also my impression though, isn't the heartland of the country. So like did you just fly like a thousand
1: miles? But the problem with DC comics and their fake cities, because they have so many mm-hmm. fake cities, is that there is a New York City in the DC Comics universe. So it's like, where the fuck is Gotham City then?
0: Yeah, I mean Gotham Metropolis, is Chicago always made more sense to me.
1: But but Metropolis is clearly Chicago.
0: So you've got two Chicago's. I thought Metropolis was New York personally, although Gotham is New York makes more sense.
1: Well, no, it's, it's, it should be the other way around because I mean, just with the history of the two guys, the crazy Superman, that's, that's where anyway. Oh, real quick.
0: One word. There are two more things that notes I had about the, the Joe Morton dying. Um, I know it's supposed to be tragic, but like, there's something really funny about how like Steppenwolf is like gearing up with like a Louisville slugger swing of his ax right behind cyborg as he's like in anguish over his dad dying, it just, it plays goofy to me. And then like, why would Joe Morton know that they needed to track the box? They're like, no, actually his like stupid futile gesture is actually, there's a point to it. It's so we can track it. And it's like, why would he know that you needed to do that? Does he know what the mother box is? Does he, or I mean, he kind of does, but does he know about the whole like merging with the three to destroy the world? Like, I don't
1: know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, Lois Lane has this look on her face when they get to the Kent Family Farm, where she's just like, "Oh shit, my himbo can speak." Mm-hmm. Um, so they go inside. She has no, but she has no idea about the threat to the world here, right? Seemingly no, because she doesn't even have access to like, like her she's been talking insider to Bruce or anything. Yeah, or her insider news reports that like scientists have been kidnapped mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, so she points out that Martha fell behind in the payments, never told him, but she's a proud woman. And again, I was confused by the end of the movie from the theatrical cut because I was like, didn't Batman buy the bank? Why did Bruce Wayne not even anticipate that? Because that's supposed to be Batman's real skill. Let me, is
0: yeah, let me ask you a better question. What payments? Haven't they owned this place for more than 30 years? Is their mortgage Seriously. paid off by now?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: She got like a second mortgage yeah. for some gambling debts or something.
1: But uh, he remembers that he loved it here. The score is like, what a touching moment when it's actually visually bleak as hell.
0: This is where it looks like a fucking beer commercial, like when he's like walking out and like caressing the grains of weed or whatever. Yeah. Um, it just I feel like we're so ripped off. We never got real Superman in any of these movies. And Man of Steel, he's just like an angsty drifter because he like right. hasn't become Superman yet. And then Batman v Superman, he's like this stoic asshole who seems to hate being a hero. And we're yeah. not even spending that much time with him. And we're just like br- with Bruce, who wants him dead. And in this one he's gone from the movie he has amnesia for a little bit when he comes back like it's just like the worst execution of a superman character ever he's, it's incredible he's, how bad it is
1: I was amazed that he's in this movie so much less than the theatrical cut and this movie's 4 hours and
0: like more. I want to like superman like even though he's a cheesy character like you want to just feel good about right. the man right. of steel like he's you know he's just a goofy captain america you know, glass of warm milk. And like, they somehow managed to make him so unlikable I, in these movies.
1: I'm so glad you said that because I feel like the beauty of Superman is that you should walk into that thing as cynical and jaded as fuck and that John Williams score should wash over you and he should do something wholesome as shit and it should just blow you away. He
0: rescues a fucking like, cat from a tree and you're like, just like, fuck yes. Like yeah, the Superman.
1: Grinch your fucking heart grows again. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, in this movie, Batman brings these dildos back to the Batcave and he's like, everyone, this is Alfred. I work for him. Um,
0: <sighs> they just look more and more goofy in their costumes. I don't know. I mean, it's just the lighting or something.
1: Yeah. Cyber wants to jack into the unity. I, I, the
0: un- Now I they're calling it the him. unity because we were talking about mother boxes, but now everyone's calling it the unity because there's three of them together or something.
1: Yeah, I need to go to the bathroom, but I wrote in my notes, Cyborg wants to jack into the unity by himself, and I hate typing these words. Mm -hmm. That's an actual sense from my notes. I'll be right back. Okay.
0: I wonder how much he's had to drink, guys. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Are we back on the air? I guess so.
1: I just want to say, I've had nothing to eat for a couple hours. I've had six beers. I'm effectively drunk. I have early morning plans, and I am enjoying tearing this piece of shit apart I'm just drinking I, wholesome water really mm-hmm. I feel like you don't hate this movie as much as I
0: hate this movie it just it it was just a ponderous bore to me it's hard to even work out the passion to hate it
1: uh, I am anyway, fine unloading all my frustrations Kent on it is um,
0: caressing his uh, crops and I think he's about to sell me an F-150 or something here <laughs>
1: He's about to give you an ad about how unions are actually bad. <laughs> um, so Diana's like, these things are boons of years old. They destroy worlds. Um, it's like the movie's already forgotten that Cyborg was created by one of these boxes. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. Which is, again, a very, I feel like Age of Ultron thing with Vision and Ultron and, and blah, blah, blah. But it's like no one brings this up. That the dude who locks, lost his actual mother was replaced by a box. And how there's something psychosexually bonkers about all this. But, you know, I'm not ready to have that conversation. How How is um,
0: Martha Kent? Like, how is she suddenly back in Smallville? Like, how, she just shows up there. Like, where was well, she? Where'd she come from?
1: The one scene where I thought that it was actually Martha visiting Lois... Yeah. I was like, that makes sense to me because at one point it seems like she's clearly trolling for a place well, to Well, In because the theatrical cut, now. she
0: kind of is, as I recall. There yeah. is no actually that was the Martian Manhunter bit in the theatrical cut. Yeah. But yeah, but some, she moment, just magically shows up here. She just knew he'd be here.
1: Right. We get the line from Batman where he's like, "I don't care how many demons he's fought and how many hells he's never fought us before, not as United." And that's some naive shit. Well, it's like
0: you guys don't even know how good you are, United. Like, what are you talking about? I mean, it's like, yeah, like
1: you guys just got your asses handed to you by Superman. And not because he's Superman, but because you guys are trash as a team. Trash. Also, Ben Affleck has that thing kind of like Patrick Stewart, where it's like you realize Patrick Stewart's a lot older and you realize because his voice seems so funked up. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. Ben Affleck seems a lot older in this role. He, He
0: seems way older than even the last movie.
1: Yeah. Which also back to Falcon and Winter Soldier. I feel like they shut the fuck out of any... Like, like a certain contingent of fans. Because they had an extended, ridiculous Sam Wilson, like, doing training <laughs> Yeah, there was plenty of training. Yeah. Like, Barry is totally untested and untrained, right? I, I guess so, yeah. I mean, other than his goofy-ass running mm-hmm. and his, like, NASA jumpsuit. Anyway, like, no one... the the, the setup here is like how can we work as a team but the movie never gets there they never no
0: they they don't learn to work as a team really at all it's just kind of thrown together and then i mean that's we got bruce kind of in avengers bruce brings up the whole stupid like nightmare ship from batman versus superman it feels so forced it's like i didn't think we were having a conversation about that but then suddenly you brought it up just to be like something different something darker
1: yeah uh Meanwhile, in Kansas, Lowe is wearing a ring, so Clark takes that as a yes. He says, I have a second chance, Lowe, and I hate that he says Lowe. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I hate That's not it a so comic much. thing,
0: right? I don't think yeah, so. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm not familiar with that nickname.
1: But yeah, like when Martha drives no, up to the pharmacy and, and, they, and they hug it out, this movie is so empty and poorly produced. I feel nothing for these characters. This movie makes me feel like a sociopath, which is something because I know the target audience was psychopaths. Um. So there's some more shitty character moments and shitty characters. Barry's eating what Aquaman points out that uh Victor lost his dad they're sending him off to fight evil machines.
0: And then they're just like, all right, moving on. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We acknowledge it once. We don't need to again.
1: Well, well, garbage pep talk. The, the Victor's fixed the bat plane. Batman's like, you fixed it. Victor's like, it wanted to fly. Flying is its nature. So Batman's like, yours too. And I want Victor to be like don't talk to me again until this is over. <laughs>
0: yeah, really. I was like, is are going to make him fly all the way there, like outside the ship?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh Faith, Alfred, Faith.
0: We, okay, sure, whatever.
1: Oh, because yeah, yeah, Batman is sure that Superman will show what, up. This whole, like, I don't know,
0: Batman's, like, lake house location, does, it just bothers me.
1: Is it implied that, that the Wayne Manor becomes the I Justice Hall? I think so, Hall? yeah. That's... That seems like it's going to give away your secret identity. Yeah, yeah, you'd think so. But yeah, the, the fact that he has faith in Superman is so rich after spending a movie trying to murder this mm-hmm. dude. Uh, so, anyway, step off his three mother boxes linked. Puts doing them together.
0: Whatever. They just kind of make flashy, flashy, and spin around. And now they're not the mother boxes. They're the unity. I already got that. We have to start talking about the unity constantly.
1: Well, so this sequence is confusing to me. In Themyscira, they can hear a Sonic boom. I thought it was supposed to be the unity. They hear Underwater 2 of Amber Heard and Willem Defoe. I thought it was supposed to be Unity. Alfred hears it as he's pouring himself some whiskey. I think it's supposed to actually be Superman flying. Well, it
0: happens again in a little bit, yeah. And it's like Superman's there. Yeah, it's it doesn't make any sense.
1: So, so which, which the fuck is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, the, the Justice League's making their plan on the way over. There's nothing in this title, in this movie, to like indicate why they would be called the Justice no, League. No, there isn't.
0: Also, just the the exposition about like like what they need to do to break the box apart is just just some all-time gobbledygook nonsense like fake science yeah. you know it's just like it's really really reaching you're asking the audience a lot you just like you could have done, gone to something simpler
1: but I mean in the comics you never spend one moment thinking why that team is called the Avengers but I, I, I kind of respect that in that movie they were like we are going to we are going to figure out a, a hand-wavy yeah. cool reason it's extremely and, heavy then, heavy, yeah. and then in the fourth movie that is going to be essentially the whole crux they're they're actually the engine, yeah yeah like i like i didn't appreciate it nearly enough at the time but there's nothing for why they're called the justice league and especially not the justice league of america whatever so they're going to bring down the the dome which is going to evolve again barry shooting lightning at the boxes which will push victor in it blah blah blah
0: Batman, or not Batman, Superman, has to like go get his costume. But he's like, no, for stupid reasons, I'm going to wear a black suit just because Zack Snyder is obsessed with this. He didn't even film in a black suit. He filmed in a Superman suit, and they CGI'd it black.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, like this whole sequence on the Kryptonian ship, which is showing off his sartorial choices with competing voiceovers from Russell Crowe's Jor-El and Kevin Costner's Jonathan Kent, Kevin Costner's vocal register made me think that this was Ben Affleck mm-hmm. for a part of this monologue. Like, I really thought this was Batman. Um, Jor-El bastardizes Marlon Brando from Richard Donner Superman with the, you know, they could be a great people if they chose Kal-El and take their place in the sun. Um, He's
0: got to do more Jesus poses. And then it's like, everybody's gearing up. uh, You know, like, it's got Trident for Aquaman and Cyborg's like making like laser blaster hands. And then the Flash is like doing yoga stretches or something. (laughs) Sure, sure. whatever. Fucking goofball.
1: back to the ship. The scientists have been studying Superman's ship for a while. Mm. Did they not find the closets full of I, clothes? I guess they only
0: open when he's there or something. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Sure, sure. I mean, why would you have, excuse me. Why would you have a black suit in a movie that's this dark as it is?
0: Also, Wonder Woman has her shield back in this. The shield was gone in Wonder Woman 1984. Sure
1: nobody wants to remember and they just do a
0: lot of like posing in a line as like the thing opens up and they walk out
1: Going back to your point earlier one of Kevin Costner's voiceovers is it's time to show them who you are son but wasn't the thing of his character man of steel that he advocates letting people die he was literally he was literally like let
0: me die let me escape this movie rather than save me and reveal yourself
1: but even earlier though when he saves the bus what was I supposed to do dad
0: let him die Maybe.
1: Maybe. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it's like now he's like now he's like time to show the world who you are? I don't think so.
0: Uh, we know who you are, Mr. Brooks. Um, yeah. Batman has like sunglasses like up on his brow in this like next scene where they like arrive in Russia. It just cracks me up.
1: Could be worse. Could be that bro thing where he has the sunglasses in the, oh, back the back. <laughs> I hate those guys. But it's just like um, so
0: lame. He's like, I'm just gonna fly away in this airship. Like I'm Batman He's not Batman.
1: Well, but constantly throughout this sequence he's just like i'm gonna do this thing and i might die let me and they're all like nah and he's like as long as you
0: give me credit for forming the justice league
1: all right i'm gonna do this other thing now i might die (laughs) let me please uh but like the batman i I really notice here the batman costume in this movie it looks like he's so much more hunched over yeah than any other batman and like more noticeable even than michael keaton's movies it's so obvious that he cannot turn his head side Seriously, to side. Yeah. Like Batman, like holy peripheral vision, Batman. Um,
0: so he takes the shield down fairly easily. He just flies in there and fires a bunch of missiles. It's is then, this what I want for my Batman? It sure is not, man. I don't want Batman no. firing a bunch of missiles from some like hover tank. Or shooting shooting guns. Yeah.
1: But like then he crashes his plane. It didn't seem like he needed to crash the plane. He just kind of
0: did, yeah.
1: Which which also is fully functional. Twenty minutes later, um, but he's gonna fight some parademons. He's so horny to get killed in this battle. And again, it's just three hours, fifteen minutes. Of the well, like movie. okay, so um,
0: like later, like Cyborg fixes this shit too, and it's like okay, so he can he can like hack into stuff to like fix the software. But like, can he like somehow reconstruct a broken ship? Like, is he like manifesting metal and and steel and whatnot to like fix yeah. it? Yeah, I don't I don't
1: get it. Well, what amazes me is that this movie doesn't bring up like nanotech. ones, yeah. Which would have been the easy fix to a lot of this. Anyway, so Batman's in his big, dumbass car, basically playing a video game where he's driving and shooting, and there's god awful graphics.
0: Well, there's a whole stupid scene where Batman's like on the comms, and he's like, they're here. And then like the radio goes dead, and, and one of like, comms are dead. And it's like, oh no, did Batman die? And it's like, why, why are you even putting this in the movie?
1: Well, <laughs> retroactive uh, Avengers dig. The whole thing where like we have no idea they have comms, they just keep touching their ear and talking to each other in that first movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but at one point, the slow mo kicks in to see a single falling spent munition shell yes, because, on the tank of the Batmobile. Because
0: it's Zack Snyder and he doesn't know wh- what he's doing with the camera. Ever, he's just like, wouldn't it be cool to see a munition shell? Wouldn't it be cool to see a big giant CGI sesame seed falling? Like, why is it there? What am I communicating with it? Nothing really.
1: I mean I think he's a hack but even like Robert Rodriguez would be better directing this movie. Oh, 10,000 like, times better. Sin City looks like a work of like, genius compared to this. Um, the rest of J- the JL shows up to save Batman. They all go into some exploding building together. Another slow-mo well, hero shot. All
0: this like car chase stuff and like kind of like the next 20 minutes of this action scene. I- I'm so confused by the geography of it. I'm like is there an objective oh, yeah. that they're heading towards, or are they just kind of like cleaning out, you know, the whole area? Like, what is the ob- objective? Like, where are we trying to get to? Are you getting closer to it? You know, are you are right. you suffering setbacks in your goal? Like, I have no idea what's happening. It's just like this random noise and this muddy CGI violence.
1: Right. 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 Exactly. Uh, I mean, it's one point, uh, like they have like the hero shop that I kind of evocative of Age of Ultron, but it looks worse here. It serves like less purpose. Aquaman rides on the the Batmobile. At one point, he's like, "You really are out of your mind, Batman." And it's like, you guys have talked to each other only he's once, exchanged like five hours sentences with each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then like so, Aquaman's like on the air fighting or in the air fighting demons, which because the air is where you want to find this dude, <laughs> and he's basically just being. Like, Maga Thor?
0: He's just kind of surfing on bodies, kind of, yeah.
1: Well, there's there's a point where the musical cue here, I thought they were gearing up for a shitty cover of Sabotage by Beastie Boys. And I was like, doesn't J.J. J. Abrams own that for this his could shitty have, si- Star Trek This movies? could have
0: maybe used some sort of pop song here. I don't know what, but yeah.
1: Well... I don't know if you heard the musical choice yeah, so far.
0: Another Nick Cave song or something. Also, somewhere in here, <laughs> Steppenwolf's eyes just start glowing, and I was just like, "What? Why are they glowing? What? Yeah. It's, what Whoa. are Steppenwolf's powers other than just being strong or something?"
1: Another thing that I was very relieved to think was not a uh, a a product of Mister Buffy is when Cyborg saves Aquaman and says, "You're welcome," and Aquaman says, "My man."
0: <laughs> That's a Chris Terrio original there.
1: Oh God. So Aquaman, where does he get this outfit? Because like he joins in the Ranger games of all them wearing it earlier, but like mm-hmm. where does he get this fucking outfit? Yeah, who knows? So forty five minutes left in this movie, Superman arrives at, at, at Wayne's place to talk to Alfred.
0: Just be like, Hey, uh, you seen Batman?
1: Yeah. You seen those other guys? Which again, I I believe this was not supposed to be Superman. This was supposed to be uh, John, one John of the other cameos. Yeah. And so he's like, no, let's hope you're not too late. And Whatever. Um, so Cyborg and Aquaman run to Steppenwolf. Aquaman yells, hey, remember me? And I want Steppenwolf to be like, no. <laughs> Have we even met before? Fuck you, Magathor. So Wonder Woman shows up. They're trying to lasso Steppenwolf away from Cyborg. At one
0: point in like for the, I don't know, like 10 minutes of this, it's just Barry's running in a circle. I guess they like he would be like too powerful against the parademon. So they're like, hey, just run in a circle instead and like build up your charge. And like they'd keep cutting back this one parademon who's on this like, you know, alien Gatling gun or whatever, like trying to fire shots at Barry. And they keep going back to him, going back to him. And he like finally lands a shot, which is so impossible that this dude running near the speed of light and you're going to somehow like get him with a fucking, you know, slow ass laser cannon.
1: I mean, wouldn't the thing to do is just be. Repeatedly fire at the at exact the same, same spot, spot. so
0: he'd run into. It. Yeah, but it's it's like Barry's running near the speed of light. You dodge it so easily.
1: So at one point, Aquaman's helping Wonder Woman by holding the rope with her. I kept thinking like this would be the time to reveal something dorky about him. Well, since if he's holding the if, truth if you lasso cared
0: over. about the truth lasso at all, they cut out the scene where he's like accidentally sitting on it. That was clearly a weird scene. Uh, but yeah, they, oh, they just the- they don't care about the truth lasso in this. It never does. It, 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 she why uses does she it once bring up beginning? what the true
1: lasso is at yeah. the beginning then? Mm-hmm. Like it seems like that's setting something up. But of course with this movie he'd be like I don't think the Capitol Riders were in the wrong. Mm. Um. So Semboff claims that he he burned her island and her mother begged for her life and she calls him a liar then and I'm like why give him the rope? Like I, I don't know. Anyway, Superman shows up for the battle 40 minutes before the end and, and naively watching this I did not think that there was like a 30-minute epilogue. I thought <laughs> we're going to have fight, a yeah. big Superman fight. I guess yeah. like, there's
0: this one shot of Wonder Woman like leaping and like jumping over Steppenwolf and like hitting her sword against his axe. And it is so obviously just CGI. It's yeah. just like, you know, PS3 cutscene level shit here. It's, ugh, I hate it.
1: So Steppenwolf's axe about to hit Cyborg. Instead, it hits like Superman's shoulder instead. Superman's just like not impressed. comment, Yeah. Um, blows his cool air on the axe, freezes it, smashes it. Uh, they see that the Aquaman superman see the Superman's back, and Aquaman's just like, "All right." And it's like, for all the stuff in that Vanity Fair article about like uh, like Ray Fisher being forced by the studio to say like uh, uh, cyborg lines from the Teen Titans the cartoon, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you would, and I, and I get his reasoning for why he doesn't want to say that. Like that's not a Joss Whedon thing. That was like from the studio. But like you would think Jason Momoa would be like. Half of my lines are shit. Yeah, all my
0: lines are like, "All right, my man." Yep.
1: One of my lines is just me cracking a beer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, there's something that happens here that was so stupid. I'm trying to remember what it was.
1: The parademon shoots uh, a yeah, Barry in the maybe it was side.
0: that. Um, at some point, like, okay, Superman's here. He just kicks that ass immediately, and like, is super overpowered. And then like a psycho and then like now it's like suddenly the rest of the Avengers know how to or not the Avengers the the Justice League know how to fight like suddenly Aquaman just like runs Steppenwolf through with his trident it's like why didn't you do that earlier you kept on like hitting him with the side of your trident like you could have stabbed him this whole time
1: yeah yeah what I mean like Steppenwolf was clearly the bad guy in this movie Superman is supposed to be the hero, but there's something about the way Superman is beating the shit it, of this guy. That it is like, a little is weird. It's like, he's like yeah.
0: blasting off with one of his horns or something with his laser vision. Also like, but like is wonder Woman's power that now that she just like, she just like makes her gauntlets glow and like has like this obliterating like explosion. Like, I don't know what's yeah, going on there.
1: together or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, like you would think that they'd be a little sensitive after Superman snapped a neck and people weren't cool with that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so the portal opens, just like looking at Darkseid and his crew because the the fucking thing is synchronized. Um, LOL, the Darkseid has to turn around to look at them to the portal. It's like, did you not know which direction this portal was going to (laughs) open? Yeah,
0: this is, I feel like they think that this is their like Jon Snow facing off against the Night King scene, but it's dumb.
1: So Barry heals decides to break his his rule to run faster, speed of light. This is the second cheesiest scene ever because the one rule was mentioned as a throwaway. Um, if you could go back in time, as the TV show showed us, why wouldn't he be already gone back and try to save his mother's life? But whatever, he's running. He's talking to his dad. I mean, it's fucking goofy. Can I just
0: say, in the TV show, you do see him go back in time, and and his other self stops himself, and it's like this gut wrenching moment. Anyway, the TV show much better version of the Flash.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I don't think that this asshole even considered it in mm-hmm. the first place. But like, he's talking to his dad, and he's like, Dad, just wanted you to know that your kid is one of the best of the best. That's uh, not not present in the text, my friend. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so uh, why do we have to have this whole thing where it's like they fail, and then like the the mothervox Unity thing, whatever, succeeds, and everyone just gets vaporized. But no, Barry then went back in time and stopped it and i don't know it's it's like do we need that extra beat or could they have just won here i don't know
1: well yeah but like things are like yeah things are like reforming and going backwards he's like remaking the city a little like tenant where you really need to
0: see like the like bones and muscles and like pieces of our heroes come back together it needs to be as like body horror as possible
1: well it's like it's like it's like retro hacking zach snyder's whole aesthetic mm-hmm. By like, oh yeah, you guys don't want to see people exploding. Fine, I'll have them reforming after <laughs>
0: I really need to see the fucking cyborgs, like skull and like muscle structure form into his face again.
1: But again, it's like, let's say I had I had planned out 20 beats of like this like touching character arc of Barry, and I only gave you beats one, six, and like twelve. And here's number 20, where Barry says to the audience, make your own future make your own past. it's all right now and
0: then and then it's like oh mind palace cyborg he's gonna like reconcile with his family and there it's like this weird kind of like sirens thing where they're like calling to him like come to us you know and he's like no you're fake you're the mother box witches or something like it's just where is this coming from this wasn't in any of the rest of the movie well
1: yeah we we don't have time for like the last temptation of cyborg um and, and, you know, like the whole thing that, that usually would be a problem where it's like Joss Whedon like, had to rewrite the Avengers at a certain point because RDJ said you need to base the whole movie around Tony Stark. And it ended up actually probably being a really good note. <laughs> like, I would have thought that Henry Cavill, Gal Gadot, or Ben Affleck would have given that note to Zack Snyder and Chris Terrio.
0: <laughs> Or just the studio, yeah. Uh, yeah. I did find it kind of funny when... Uh, they're, 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 they're like the mother boxes are starting to come apart and cyborgs like pulling on and he just goes superman <laughs> like for health like i don't know yeah i really want to like superman even though he's he's just not good in these movies
1: so with superman's help they pull the boxes apart aquaman like like you said stabs this dude the seventh of the heart from behind they throw him in the portal in slow-mo for no reason at all, Wonder Woman jumps up and decapitates this dude.
0: Just so he, this dude's fucking head can land right at the boot of Darkseid and he like smushes it more. You're like, what? wow, okay.
1: Just some more fucking psycho shit. He like, like breaks off his other shit. horn.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty gross really.
1: And Darkseid's just like grunting and decides, like, I told you, you Steppenwolf would fail. So even without portals, they're just gonna fly there and decide looks bummed and Granny Goodness is there somewhere. Like...
0: I, I just no can't with this grainy like, goodness shit. I'm just, I'm sorry.
1: There's, there's no context for like see why this is like a setback, or it's just none of this works. No, it
0: does not work at all.
1: I mean, I, I, this again. I I feel like I say this a lot about like movies we cover. Uh, it's it's the first draft, mm-hmm. if that. It's the first draft of your fan fiction of this movie. Um, after the fact, Superman helps Batman up. Batman, who like uh, was
0: really not present for most of that
1: no no uh they stand on the edge of this nuclear style looking let's down all the stand in line world. that's what we
0: do yeah we pose
1: well it's like this is not the hero shot you assholes well, there's no
0: one there you know
1: yeah well especially off the side flash and cyborg give each other some skin like what the fuck yeah um uh, yeah so this is why i say having seen this i don't think that the russian family was that horrible of an addition i really don't It was, it was, it was too,
0: like, it just felt like Joss Whedon went into that being like, I'll go to my old bag of tricks or, you know, like I'll have the stupid, like fall on the cleavage scene. I'll have the local civilians to identify with. Like it just felt very lazy,
1: but I also get like, I need to display different levels of stakes. Well, it's one of them. The the
0: motivation makes sense. I just don't think it was done very well. It it was done in the way you'd imagine a movie or reshooting entirely in five months would, would go.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it's like you know he's been he's been told to make a turd sandwich, and so mm-hmm. he gets to choose the garnish. Um, so Batman's plane, which shows up, which I thought was destroyed, one more pan over these these heroes, so these people, fucking. Is scare Cyborg me.
0: just like fucking magic? He can like make a tape recorder like that's been crushed like reinstantiate itself. Yeah, it, sure, whatever.
1: Sure. Um, so the music swells. We fade out. I think this movie could have been over at three and a half hours, but nope. Bend the fuck over, bitches, because there's another half an hour to go with an epilogue called "A Father Twice Over."
0: By the way, I still have no idea what Darkseid and Steppenwolf's plan was.
1: Generic conquering the earth, getting the the so if he conquers the earth, do they need the anti-life equation? (laughs) Who knows? Like it's the it's the cherry on top of this pile of shit. Yeah. Um, i was really confused at the
0: the have all these like scenes of you know the various characters going off and whatever the one with uh barry and his dad uh at uh like iron was it iron Heights prison or something like that
2: something um
0: like that. his dad's like now super proud of him to, to like he got a job at like the the crime lab, crime lab. i mean, it's like i thought you didn't want him to pursue a career in criminal justice
1: yeah exactly exactly
0: <laughs> and he's just well, like, like my boy old- so smart didn't learn anything from me and it's like what is this? Like, this is a completely different character than the guy we saw four hours ago, or whenever that was.
1: Well, also, Billy Crudup, that that outburst is going to get your ass kicked in the shower later. Like, I hope it was worth it. Um, there's a, referencing the body horror again when he reforms that tape recorder to get more Miles Dyson. He's just like, I'm I'm talking as your as my, from your from my heart as like, no, as a scientist was your father, your father twice over. Again, you recreated this man through technology. It's gross. Uh, on the coast somewhere there's like Mira and Willem Dafoe again on land Willem Dafoe's character seems even older
0: yeah the the out of the water like his hair just looks gray and he just looks like a kind of a saddled man he looks much yeah. better in the Aquaman movies
1: there's like a, a clearly like a wink at the camera that Ryan Choi will be the future Adam uh, Joe Morton's like doing the, the voiceover monologue about how the world is. or whatever. Goes, it's
0: like theoretically like a you know speechy left for, his son. And it just goes and goes and goes.
1: Uh, worst speech this or the the Ben Affleck speech at the, the beginning of Batman v The Ben v Affleck
0: speech at the beginning of Batman v Superman is like a what's, fucking annihilation travesty.
1: What's the line about like there are like certain golden truths or whatever? Uh, I'll try to look it up here. Um, But I mean like the I don't know. It's so cheesy but I still fondly think about uh, uh, Jeremy Irons just like that's how it starts. Turns a good man cruel. I don't know. Uh, there is a uh, time
0: above, a time before. <laughs> there were perfect things, diamond absolutes. Things fall, things on earth. And what falls is fallen. In the dream, they took me to the light. A beautiful lie. Gold falafel, as through ice. It smells bad. Thank you, my am Mr. Fitz.
1: Oh Jesus! Uh, yeah, cut to Troyan's husband in the in the audience. <laughs> he's like, mm, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, so Bruce Wayne, Diana, and Alfred looking at some decrepit old building in Swain Manor. Uh, I I'm just pro- looking
0: at this and thinking like, man, that looks like it takes it needs a major like remodel renovation. And I'm like, can't you just have Barry do that? Like that guy, he's no. you know be good for something. Go fix this place up.
1: Well, but also, it's a long building you're gonna put one table right in the middle it seems of to be like a space. ballroom
0: here or something right yeah like this isn't the whole yeah. mansion
1: yeah but the round table in the center of six chairs and room for more but like the fact that superman's not a part of this i think is very telling it's, this it's is also odd, basically man. it's basically the ending like the last of the cw shows i watched was their crisis on infinite earths thing mm. where they're also setting up the uh uh, like the Justice League or the Super Friends or mm. this whole meeting table thing, the Justice which, Society like, or something. Well, it would have been more like Justice League than Justice Society? But like, I don't think they ever followed up on that on the shows because of like COVIDs. So they're not doing crossovers again. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So this is the thing. This is the, when the Flash visits his dad in prison. When he holds up the letter to the glass for his dad to see, it is straight up just like uh, do you like apples kind of thing. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Uh, so this is the moment where like the Kent family farm and like Ma Kent's moving back in because Bruce Wayne bought the bank. Why didn't you do this like six months ago? So
0: who is this weird construction guy who's like measuring some wood to saw through on like a, a workbench outside? Like what is he doing? Is he renovating know. the house? Yeah, I don't know.
1: He's gonna he's gonna turn it into the house from Beetlejuice. Um, at Cyborg's family's gravesite. There's a weird moment where he like strips out of all of his clothes and smiles and flies off into the sky. It is a, it's a kind of weird, yeah. Uh, Gotham City Commissioner Gordon's like firing at the bat signal again like Batman's Batman like, watches all this pose
0: to... from my giant like mega tank that yeah. where is this exactly
1: it looks like it's on another rooftop oh, it, like, it the must
0: the be in Gotham because we can see the bat signal so yeah like...
1: yeah somewhere in Greece Wonder Woman's like staring out at the water she holds the arrow her mother shot off but again I don't know why she it, can't go back I'm home. trying to
0: remember was there something from the first Wonder Woman movie where she couldn't go back I don't think there was
1: I thought she just left with what's his name. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think it was like yeah. you can never return if you leave or anything like that.
1: I mean, is the movie implying she just doesn't know how to get back? I, I don't know. And then we get this shot uh, of
0: the Flash running in the Speed Force with just like the dumbest fucking goofy ass look on his face. I just, I don't know what they think they're doing with this character, but if this is what the Flash movie's like, I just, oof.
1: So on the streets of Metropolis, Clark Kent does his like classic Superman thing where he pulls open his and shirt. And it's the and fucking the black
0: shirt. suit. Come on, yeah. He can't even but do like, that one shot right.
1: Here's here's my make one change would be oh. you know obviously don't do this at all. It's like don't do this movie at all. Don't reward this kind of toxic fandom, this kind of toxic filmmaker. But like secondary make one change, just end the movie right here. Yeah, you could. You have an. You have an iconic Superman shot. End it right there. But no. But no, we go to Insane Asylum, which is Arkham Home here, something with Lex Luthor. It's like a fake Lex Luthor. Like he's like snuck out and he has a like guy impersonating him. This is way too long. It just goes on I don't forever, think they, yeah. I think they just go to the yacht in the. uh yeah, just, Justice just cut League, to the yacht. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so he's like waiting for Deathstroke to show up and it's like.
0: He reveals that Batman is Bruce Wayne and he's like, oh, I'll drink to that or whatever.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's still the same character from the, the previous movie because, like, the, the exchange is like, oh, I was just celebrating God's return from the ground and up into the sky. And the Deathstroke's like, I heard you were a few clowns short of a circus.
0: And then we get the anyway. nightmare thing, which is just so stupid. And this, is, this just feels, like, so indulgent. I think there's no reason yeah. for this to be in the movie other than, like, I'm going to get my cult riled up so they'll demand that Warner Brothers give me a sequel, basically.
1: And, and this is the reshoots. Yeah. Yeah, this is all reaches. This is... Reaches. The new mm. this is and it's Can you long. imagine
0: Cy- paying, what, 20 million just for this part of it, you know? Mm.
1: I don't belittle the actors for making some money during COVID times showing up for this nonsense. But Cybrook's here. Flash is here. Slade Wilson now is a mohawk. Mira's here. I don't know if she's still British. Maybe
0: um, Aquaman's dead or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, Flash is a dumb time travel helmet. Uh, Mira asks who Batman has ever loved. And the Joker nearby starts chuckling. Fucking Jared Leto. This
0: scene between the Joker and Batman is so bad. The dialogue is so like Z tier awful. I really wonder like Mm. who wrote this. Was it Snyder himself? Like it's awful. It's it's like the cringiest, stupidest shit ever. And it just goes on like for way too long.
1: Talk about your Alan Smithy. I would not admit well, that. Well, like, right. you know, we've
0: had some real good scenes between the Joker and Batman over the years. and This is not it. This yeah. is just the, the opposite of the crackling, you know, vibes that you got from like Dark Knight. Like, God, there's so such good scenes in that. And then this is like, do you really think this is working?
1: No. I mean, he's got long hair, no tattoos. He refers to the adopted son he probably killed, and he's like, "How many dead eyes can you look into before you die yourself?" <laughs> Doing his
0: like weird, like semi Jim Carrey oh, thing. As also, Joker.
1: here's what I never need: Joker referring to giving Batman a reach around. <laughs> I don't need that. I don't need it, man. Uh, Maybe I'm being something, but I don't need that. The, at some core level, these are still kids' movies. God damn it uh so like joker somehow integral to like undoing this world in which lois lane died and it's just it goes on like they're setting up a whole thing joker's got a playing card as a truce as long as batman has it he talks about he killed robin but still if you have this playing card it's our truce batman says the last thing harley quinn ever said before she died was for him to kill joker and then ben affleck's batman says and i'll fucking kill you like i feel like you're also teasing like like, hey, if you give us a sequel, we'll somehow get Margot Roby in this, too. <laughs> well, it's like, Who's are we like, supposed to be
0: impressed gonna... by the scene? Like, ooh, he said I'll fucking kill you. Ooh, Batman, you're scary.
1: But I feel like Margot Roby's one of the few people who, like, crawl from the wreckage of these movies mm-hmm. and, like, made made something good. Demanded an like,
0: like, EP credit, yeah.
1: Yeah, she, they're like, no, we're going to drag her back into this shit. Um, everything about Jared, Jared lo movie made me physically He know. looks
0: like the fucking weird little doll thing from the Saw movies.
1: Yeah. His face is like just so, like
0: this weird pure white with like the red smile. I don't know. It just it's it's gross.
1: Well, it, it, like his his like lips look like scarred, chapped. It's gross. It's gross. I mean, he's not damaged, but it's gross. Superman shows up like evil Superman, and I got to be honest, I'm rooting for I him just, to kill them all. I
0: love that like after that whole god awful like five minute scene between uh, Batman and Joker, it just cuts to Slade Wilson, who's just been watching all this, and he's like. uh so are we good here? You know, like what what is his line here? It's like where are we holding up? <laughs> just like so so anyway, that happened. Can we uh move it along here?
1: I feel like that's uh like Joe Mangiano, like not not scripted. He's just like, are we done? Yeah. Are, this, are these reshoots over?
0: I'm just looking at the closed captions here. It's just like Joe Joker blows raspberry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <Idol. laughs> um, so Batman wakes up. And this is all a dream. And like Batman, you either need to get the fuck off the pills or get the fuck on the pills because your head is messed up, man. Uh, so this is when Martian Manhunter shows up at Bruce Wayne's house. And like Bruce Wayne, this the tone is even more bananas here. Sarcastically, Bruce Wayne's like, can I help you? Like he wants to, Martian Manhunter wants to help because he's sure Darkseid will be back. It's like, bitch, where the fuck were you during the events of this movie? i just like um, to point out this is
0: like two movies now where they've like forced in this nightmare shit, which uh, seemingly is just there for the director to jerk off. It has nothing to do with the plot at all.
1: Well, just It's like purely you said, it's, indulgent. It's, it's a purely a hook on his cult to force, as they did of this thing, Warner Brothers to make some movements. I think I mentioned before that I'm sure Christopher Nolan got into bad graces of Warner Brothers. They can't hate him more than they hate Zack Snyder.
0: I'm sure that they, they're ruining the day that they ever. Well, I don't know. The Warner Bros. people are a bunch of fucking idiots, too. So it's not like they can claim any high ground. Um, but yeah, if they had True. any sense at all, they'd be like, man, all those people who told us we were making stupid decisions uh, about our comic book fr- properties, maybe they were right.
1: Yeah. So Martian Manhunter says that he never thought the Defenders of Earth would fight as one, that Bruce is responsible for it. His, his parents would be proud. How would you even, wh- whatever. And then he's like, some have called me. The Martian manhunter. So if if and Bruce some fucking alien like, showed up to my
0: house and be like, your mother and father would be proud of you. I'd be like, fuck you.
1: Who are you? I would call my doctor and say, triple that uh, prescription, please. Yeah. But like, Bruce Wayne is just like, guess I'll see you around. And I'm like, Ben Affleck could not even pretend to give a shit. Yeah, I know. He was, does
0: not care. It's
1: it's super casual and weird. He's we like, like I'm only going on to on be dating lake. Ana
0: D'Armas for a couple more months, so I'm going to get back inside. I'm going to go. And,
1: and clearly, it's like uh, it's it's like a publicity thing of this Adrian Lyne movie that may never come out based on the Patricia Highsmith novel. But we pull back on this like still lake as Martian Manor flies off, and fuck, this is a terrible movie. Why is this the last shot of the movie? It's from beginning to end. It's baffling. Well, and then the trailer. One of the trailers used Leonard Cohen's "Hallelujah." What is this utterly unfulfilling piano cover of this movie over the and credits?
0: Supposedly, it was his uh, daughter's favorite song. Sure.
1: I'm just saying, use the Leonard Cohen version.
0: And that's a movie. We did it. We made it. We miss anything. I don't care. <sighs> I don't
1: care. I just. So like, you, uh, you did your make
0: one change. I'll do mine.
1: I'm just going to say, like, uh, Down Day Lewis at the end of There Will Be Blood. I'm finished. <laughs>
0: uh might make one change is to travel back in time to hire somebody else to direct man of steel yeah
1: yeah i don't
0: know who i have no idea who would have been like the good superman director but it's definitely not Zack snyder
1: anyone bradley cooper i don't care
0: anyone <laughs> all you gotta do is trust me lois
1: <laughs> anyone um i'm sorry i never even looked at the imdb trivia i couldn't
0: uh so i'll just tell you this um Probably half of the entries in the IMDb Trivia are some way of saying this movie is long. It's like, this movie at four hours and two minutes is longer than Avengers Endgame. Okay, fine. it's like the next one, it's like, this is the longest DC superhero movie. Okay, fine. It's like, this movie is longer by two hours than the original cut. It's like, it's just over and over again, different ways to say, yes, this is a long movie. This is Warner Brothers' longest movie since, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, it's long. We know it's a long movie. Is there any other trivia? Also, there was one uh, bit of trivia. I felt like they're really editorializing there. They're talking about like, uh, you know, Joss Whedon added this annoying scene after this or whatever. And it's like, whoa, IMDb trivia? we don't need your uh, comments from the peanut gallery there. We're just looking for you to the facts. The
1: the, the always impartial IMDb Tribune. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised you didn't get the usual. Just like Gal Gadot's character is right-handed in this movie. She's also right-handed in the Fast and Furious movies or whatever the fuck. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was all awful. It was and, and it, like I feel like it's not even like the good little tidbits. It just seems like a bunch of like Snyder cultists wrote this.
1: As far as the better or worse thing, I'm just gonna say it's worse than everything. Uh
0: yeah. yeah. It, it's worse than I known <laughs> before, it's worse than Jack the Reacher Jack Reacher, and it's uh worse than Jurassic Park. It's uh it's terrible, it's a bad movie.
1: It's it's worse than a Joker reach-around. Yeah. It's <laughs> Jesus. I hated this I so much. I just can't
0: believe they indulged him like this. And of, of course the Snyder people think this is like the greatest movie ever. And it's like, it really is not.
1: I just would like to know how many of the people signing these petitions were were Russian bots too,
0: Or just alt-right MAGA.
1: I mean, I'm not saying that there aren't like a bunch of people with heads full of garbage who were like wanting this i'm sure there are there's more of them than we realize but like you know i don't i don't want to theorize anymore my head hurts all right well you're welcome yeah
0: we'll be back at some point i don't know maybe this is it maybe the podcast is over
1: (laughs) what a great time to end Mm -hmm. this uh oh there's probably one or Two more, I don't know, in us, but then I think we're gonna take a little break, right? Sure,
0: in conclusion, and I feel like we've not we earned impressed. It. yeah <laughs> That's the best you can do for a Superman line. Come on,
1: <sighs> uh, I just can't believe how little he's in this movie.
0: I just want to read you this. This interview Tribune line that I mentioned it says, Please. however, substitute director Joss Whedon liked the scene so much that he expanded that sequence. Which ended up with the annoying brunch monologue from by Barry, <laughs> wow, okay, <laughs> shots fired,
1: yeah well okay I don't I don't even know what that was, yeah. but cool. I'm so glad I didn't go back and rewatch any of them for yeah, for, yeah uh, me too. I listened to some some other podcasts earlier where they were just like, I gotta say this movie was charming and it won me over and I was just like, what alternate universe don't, have I crossed like, over into to
0: nice he can say it's bad
1: it's a terrible movie. Mm-hmm. Let's just end this, please. All right. We're, we're... thanks, everyone. Hope you're happy. Over.